Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, and welcome back. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. We take turns looking from our movie genre, movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick. On the podcast. Is Elaine's pick. <laughs> Goodness. Godzilla 1998. I could have sworn it came out in 97, but. No, it's 98. So. And, oh, but I have to say that happy pie day we're recording this on 3.14 for all of you math people and beware the ides of march and let's all hold out for uh, steve austin day which is the 16th oh wow it's okay. a busy weekend and this episode will drop on the ides of march right right before steve austin day so steve austin day eve and it's a holiday because stone cold said so okay <laughs> godzilla <laughs> <laughs> this is um Gojira. A fun, a fun movie. Fun movie from the late 90s. It got a 32 Metacritic score on IMDb. Mm. And like a 16. It got a 16 <laughs> Tomometer score with a 28 audience score. So, Whoa, way to rebound. Yeah, really good. It had a budget of $130 million. And it grossed point. Seven million. It made its money back. So everybody yeah, went and it saw it. Everybody <laughs> did go and see it. People were excited about this movie. I went and, and saw they it. got pissed. I went and saw this with yeah. Fat Steve. Who wasn't fat, by the way. He just went by Fat Steve. Was it P-H-A-T? Pretty Hot and Tempting Steve? Yes, because it was the late 90s and he was Fat Steve. Okay. Okay. I did not... Well, I mean, spoiler alert. I never saw this before, but uh, I did Car- read... Carly, let me stop you there. We it, knew. It almost <laughs> ruined the Godzilla franchise. <laughs> Because everybody hated it. Didn't so the Japanese hate this movie so much they bought the rights back? Yes, they did. And they put this Godzilla in a Godzilla movie and killed it. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. They were people were very upset about they the creature design of yeah. this Godzilla. Well, considering that Godzilla is a, was originally Gojira, they could just have Gojira eat Godzilla and then would be fine. Gojira. But this creature did look a lot like a dinosaur. It was an iguana. Yeah. Didn't look so much like the Godzilla in the movie that I saw. I thought he looked like a dragon. <laughs> well, looks like, well did you see all the iguanas face. in the opening mm-hmm. scene? That was what you call a clue. There was also some iguanas. And there was also some Komodo dragons. It was definitely not a Komodo dragon. There was definitely some no, no. Komodo dragons. <laughs> Godzilla. But, in the opening scene. Yes, but no. But you should have received. And listen, no, that's definitely was, not a Komodo dragon. No, he was a Godzilla. No, he was a Gojira. God, wasn't she listening? All right, all right. So, who wrote this piece? I mean, no. All right. Well, before we, before we get into, why don't you tell everybody what you thought going in, John? I thought, oh, this movie you make me watch every couple months. (laughs) Uh, Tony, is it? Yeah. Tony has to tell you the story of when he saw it the first time. Oh, I don't have to. It's story time. They they prefer to stay awake. It's like it's like tit talk, but no, I I, uh, was a huge Godzilla fan when I was little, like. When I was like three and four, I was on big into Godzilla. Oh, Anyways, like John was with the Smurfs. So, I was not big in the Smurfs. <laughs> when you were three we and all four. The and those were my mothers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, so this movie's coming out, and I'm working uh, pretty much 
straight through summers and uh to save his money to go see Godzilla no 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 <laughs> Just, this just, just the way the job, the job was. And I was like, shit, I'm supposed to be at work at 2, but Godzilla's playing at 12. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go see Godzilla and just get in trouble at work. And then, uh, wow. So they, I had a pager, because, you know. 90s. Because yeah. <laughs> so it was 98. Pager's going off, and I'm cutting it off. Pager's going off, and I'm cutting it off, and I watch Godzilla, and I came into work, and my boss was yelling at me. She was pretty pissed. And she's like, what time did you finally get there? It was it was like 3-something. This is a long Effing movie. It's yeah. like two and a half hours. Yeah. I was surprised how long it was. I'm I'm a little worried if the if the editor is going to make uh, Tony's least favorite character list again. This no, but no, then I'm not worried about that. But they were like, <laughs> she's pretty pissed. But then after a while, she goes, "Well, was it at least good?" I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst part. No, it was not worth it. <laughs> but you didn't By get fired. No. My no. thoughts going in. Holy crap, balls! This movie is long. <laughs> So the editor might make your least favorite character list. No, no. No, because it's two hours and 18 minutes. <laughs> Fuck it. Go ahead and throw the extra two minutes on. It's actually like in 39 seconds. So we only needed a minute and a half. Yeah, but the credits are like 20 minutes long. So it's really just like two hours. And a great song by Puff Daddy. <laughs> Not as, so. It's going to be the closing song. I was like, this guy won some awards. What are they for? Special effects oh. and the song. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. It had two Razzie wins. All right, well, this is a long fun. movie. Um, we need you to hurry it up. <laughs> it was directed by Roland Emmerich. Welcome back to the podcast. Also directed Stargate. Good job. Welcome back. He also... Uh, Independence Day, Day After Tomorrow, 10,000 BC, which I never heard, uh, which I never shocked. actually saw, but heard it was a giant snooze fest. Uh, 2012, which... Also sucked. Yeah, it's not great. And White House Town, which I pretty much enjoy. Um, wait, which one was that? Was that with Jamie Foxx? Um, <laughs> or was that the one with um, other guys? Jamie, uh, F- I th- I'm pretty sure White House Town is with Jamie Foxx. Okay. The other one's Olympus is, Olympus Olymp- is Fallen. Oh, yes, yeah. the other one is... The Gerard Butler one is Olympus is Fallen. Okay. Right. One has Channing Tatum. And it was written by, um, there's five writers credited, but the top two were uh, one Roland one Emmerich <laughs> and Dean Devlin. Now, Dean Devlin had also Isn't worked. Is the girl who's married to Conor McGregor? Oh, I'm sorry, that's D. Devlin, sorry. No, no, Dean, D-E-A-N. Yeah, well, it's close. Anyways, uh, Roland and Dean had worked previously together on Independence Day and, Scar- and Stargate. And uh, Dean Devlin recently wrote and directed Geostorm. Can't say I saw that. Which Tony? is a Gerard Butler vehicle that I'm very interested in seeing at some point. Is it new? Is it out yet? It just came out last year. Nah, fuck, I missed it. It's about um, a movie where a satellite controls the weather and it goes awry. Imagine sounds that. fun. So people are meddling with the weather, huh? Yeah, it sounds like just a kind of ridiculous disaster movie. Somehow, some, I wonder if they say destiny has caught up with us. Is it bad I, that, no, but I just now think about that episode of Star Trek where the doctor falls in love with the ghost. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Because aren't they controlling the weather in that one? Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Wow. What Nerd is, alert. <laughs> Star Trek deep cuts. <laughs> Star Trek deep Set your face just to stun. Wow. All right, man. I watched watch Star Trek very listen. recently. Very wow. Recently. You okay. mean this morning? <laughs> right, I didn't even like remember six that. Six months ago. All right, Let's whatever, sit. nerd. <laughs> wow, that was a deep cut. We were so confused. Back to Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, the whole cool kids. This is of course. Matthew Broderick as our hero, Dr. Nick. Tatopoulos. It's Tatopoulos, yeah. I believe that's how you pronounce it. He tells us like seven times in the movie. I know, and <laughs> you think you would know. They constantly mispronounce it and or call him the worm guy. Do you know why they mispronounce it? 
Because it's a funny joke? No, because um, one of the guys, I think it's, it's not the, a funny the joke. Uh, designer of the suits or something like that, his last name is actually Tatopoulos. That's funny. So that it was part of kind of like a, you know, half a dig. Okay. Because it's not a very funny joke, even though it happens the whole movie. Well, I bet it happens to that guy all the time. Probably. Mm. And I bet he doesn't think it's very funny either. <laughs> um, but, of course, Matthew Broderick, who we all know and love from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And... Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> also one. starring Jean Renault as Philippe Rocher. Rocher, who's really good in The Professional. Yes. Awesome. Otherwise known as Leon. Yes, he's just a really good character actor. He had 97 acting credits to his name. And he's good in a bunch of stuff. Then so. we have returning to the podcast Myra Patillo, who played Audrey Timmons, who was in True Romance. Who was in True Romance. And if you're not sure, go back and listen to our True Romance episode. Mm-hmm. I don't um, think we really talk about her, but sure. <laughs> we don't really talk about it very much. Actually, that's a fun, it's like, kind of a funny <laughs> episode because we really hate that movie, and they do that whole stupid. By we, she means she. And right, and you love that movie. Because, no, please, don't kid yourself. And we will do the egg roll scene again right now. Yeah. Don't yes. fuck with me. That, that part I mean, we got everything from Diddle I Do It on Damned If I Know. <laughs> oh, I mean, I know I'm pretty, but not pretty. So, Brussels, just, you've just been clocking me. It's the only part of that whole movie. All right, so. Oh, and it's not even that good. Yeah. Uh, also starring Hank Azaria as Victor the Animal <clears throat> Pilati. I think that's how it says it. But uh, I do love Hank Azaria, especially in The Birdcage and in American Sweethearts. This is a really He's great good movie. in almost everything he does. Like, even movies that I don't like, like Along Came Polly, he was good in it. Yeah, he's, he's just really great. Good. He's, good. he's good in even, like, really bad movies like Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, The Simpsons. No, he's always right. He's Continuing, always I have he's a couple, like 15 people in The Simpsons. A couple, <laughs> couple more notables. We got Kevin Dunn as Colonel Hicks, Hicks. Excuse me. Welcome back to the podcast from our Warrior episode where he played Principal Ito or Zito. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was like one of my favorite characters in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Carly liked that movie too. We also yeah. had. Have you watched that again? We since? all liked it, and no, I have not. That movie made me cry and cry and cry. <laughs> You're gonna watch that again? Like, wow, I can't Probably. believe. Probably. That's real good. You're just call and say thank you. You're yep. welcome, Carly. <laughs> right. It also uh, also have Vicki Lewis as Doctor Elise Chapman, who is from News Radio. Really enjoy her. And she's got a creepy thing in Matthew Broderick. And then I also yes. just just because. Because I really like him in everything. Doug Savant, who plays Sergeant O'Neill, he's just a really good character who's in all kinds of shit, and I really enjoy him. All right, this movie won two Razzies, and uh, oh, you looked at me when you said I didn't nominate. <laughs> Myra Patillo, Audrey, won Worst Supporting Actress, mm-hmm. and the movie won Worst Remake or Sequel. Um, and uh, Puff Daddy, P Diddy Combs, won an MTV Movie Award for Best Music Video. See, you know what? I gotta say, when that song came out, I liked it. We bought the well by we, I mean me, bought the mm-hmm. uh, Godzilla album just for that song. Hmm. Okay. I looked at the awards and I was like, "Are these like all gonna be Razzies?" Because people no. hate this movie. There was, I was a bunch surprised though. that there were only two Razzies, and all the rest were. They got a lot. Of, they did get five Razzie nominations that year, though. It was a good year. At the they won awards for special effects and music. Gwen's in the back. <laughs> no, it's the neighbors are in the backyard. Mm. Sorry, our, folks. Sorry, our dogs bark at the neighbor's dog. <laughs> yeah, how it goes. The neighbor's dog doesn't live there. It's just like his girlfriend's dog that comes to visit, and it's annoying. All right. <clears throat> so, Godzilla. I also start. I thought you were pausing it. Sorry. I did too. 
God damn. Uh, um, also, my notes are written on loose leaf paper today, and it might be loud and noise. Are you so going to toss them behind you like Jonathan? Yes. <laughs> yes, I will. So I might bring that back for my next episode. We have our opening credits over some patriotic background music. We see some old video film footage. We see nuclear testing sites. We see islands. We got iguanas and Komodo dragons and French counting and mushroom cloud. And for some reason they show the mushroom cloud and then it immediately has a sound effect. Yeah. That's not how that works. I don't know how that works. The speed of sound, you know, it's got to catch up to you. Mm -hmm. And usually those are really far away. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> Although, <laughs> if you want to survive. If so it, If it's not. But really so they have sound effects for things that aren't actually happening. <laughs> it's a shame that my uh, watch rang at the exact minute I was doing the war. Let me put this Kids, on. Um, let me give you a piece of <gasps> pro advice here. If you happen to be uh, hosting a podcast, put your phone on, on Shit, silent. That's not what I wanted to do. There's a goddamn button. It's not so she's messing with her eye wash that is, <laughs> and her phone is next to her hand. Yeah, I forgot cool. to read my reviews. So you're gonna you're vamping and try to find them right now? No, I just realized it as I was <laughs> looking at my watch reviews. that I forgot. Sometimes to read my you're, you're past the point of no return. I've noticed that I've skipped shit on my episodes. But my reviews are really funny. Oh mm-hmm. uh, well, are you ready? A A Ron from July. His uh, name is not A A Ron. Oh, w- w- how would you pronounce that? A A Ron? Aaron. <laughs> well, it's Aaron. Because it's A A R O O N. Oh, like Aaron. Like like listener Aaron Ooh. used to be Earn. So A A A Ron. So A A Ron gives it ten out of ten. This go was, to Osha Hennessy's office. This is one of the first movies I ever saw, and have now seen it many, many, many times. What is this kid like twelve? It was and still is one of my favorite movie slash films of all time. Five out of five. Ten out of ten. Twenty out of twenty. One hundred out of one hundred. I really wish a sequel to this would have been made, but sadly it looks like it didn't, or at least hasn't happened yet. All right. The well, 2014 Godzilla geez. is amazing too, but this 1998 one holds a special place in my heart. Wow. Thank you to Mr. Belvedere's kindergarten class for his review. <laughs> yes, I just thought it was funny. <clears throat> uh, D. Corb says, gives it one out of ten. Mm-hmm. Any human who actually took the time to rate this movie and not give it a one must have been smoking large quantities of crack immediately <laughs> before they voted. I'd rather have my eyelids removed than sit through this movie again. God. I hope the corporation that made this movie is very happy with all the money they've made. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to know. I don't know how to quite break this to that little uh, person. I but didn't want to leave that out. It was so good. <laughs> but any corporation, anywhere, if you're trying to make money and you make money, you're usually pretty happy with it. Uh, well, he said he hoped they're happy. I bet they are. All right. I, <clears throat> I would be. They were happy enough to go, you want to make the sequel? No. Because <laughs> they what? set it up for a sequel. Yeah, I don't think they could make the sequel because Japan brought the, brought the rights back. Well, they didn't have to sell them is what the point is. They could have just kept it and made another movie. But you know who else didn't like this movie? Matthew Broderick. <laughs> True story. Well, he didn't need to be in the sequel. I would have watched the sequel starring um, Sergeant O'Neill. As long as Hank Azaria came back, I think it'd be as okay. As long as Audrey that didn't come back. I was news fun. radio should have been way more involved. Yeah. She was the paleontologist. 
But it wasn't a dinosaur, so she became useless. But once he was like, hey, radiation, and she was like, hey, 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 they should have been working together. <laughs> all right. She, she wanted to work something with him. Save mm. all your thoughts till the end. All right. I'm wow, okay. The sequel could have had her being a more... She was looking for bones, okay. but... Uh... <laughs> it could have been the paleontologist and Sergeant O'Neill get together to fight, a nut, to fight Godzilla's baby and fall in love. But, I would have watched that. But it that turns movie. out that Godzilla's actually a graboid, and Kevin Bacon shows up. It would have watched that movie too. But they well, can't it, stop it, so they got to get Jack Burton. It did burrow in the ground. It did. I will say, while we watch this, there's at least two points where I feel like there's a callback to the movies that we've done. <laughs> well, please point them out as we get there. I All think right. it's going to be an eight-hour podcast. I'm sorry about that very long tangent. All right, so <clears throat> we get a little graphic that tells us we're in the South Pacific Ocean, and we see a large fishing ship in heavy stormy seas. It's raining this whole fucking movie, mm-hmm. which. Doesn't bother, which sometimes bothers me, but doesn't really bother me in this movie. <laughs> I wasn't an actor, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> which they say there's a what is it? One of like, those things they less say tangent, that less tangent. They say that they have it rated movies to cover up bad CGI. Although they won awards for their CGI, yeah, it it's not terrible CGI. Also, yeah, they see something on the radar. Dum, dum, dum. We uh, sound the alarm. And we're seeing something as lo- it's very, very large coming mm. directly for the ship. I was going to roar, but I have a button for that. Something <laughs> hits it and everything shakes. And then we have a great, we have a cameo. Welcome back to the podcast, Al Leong, who's the Wing Kong hatchet man from Big Trouble in Little China. Good pull. <laughs> if you're not sure about that, go back and listen to our Big Trouble in Little China episode. It is one of our best. I'm sure you probably recognized him, the Asian man with the mustache and the long hair. Mm-hmm. We get a great shot of his face. Mm-hmm. We, so we see him, and then we see a giant claw come piercing into the ship. And then and shit hits the fan. Shit does hit the fan. Literally, because they also, all shit themselves. Yeah. Also, a tail hits the bridge. Mm-hmm. And those guys are pretty much fucked. Then we flash to Matthew Broderick, Nick, driving in a pickup truck. Topolis. Sing and he's singing, singing in the rain. A little on the nose, but sure. And we see him driving to Chernobyl. Not as good as when he was in the elevator and Donkerstein was on. That was that's still cute. Yeah. He pulls up um, and goes into the back of his work truck and pulls out some equipment. Mm-hmm. And sticks it in the ground. Mm-hmm. He shocks the ground. Shocks the ground. And, and we, worms come up. And, well, yeah. yep, well if I shoved lightning bolt up your ass, you'd move too. <laughs> Which he then collects. We see in the back of his pickup truck with his like work kit, we see pictures of a lovely lady. A little, a little blonde. A little blonde. Lady. Is that his wife? We don't know. Well, I knew exactly who that was because I've seen this a bunch. A possible lady. I friend. thought girlfriend back home who didn't She's come to Chernobyl with you. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. She could be girlfriend living right outside Chernobyl. She's blonde. He's in. That's true. She could be his dead friend. grandmother. We don't know. We should probably move on until we figure it out. <laughs> and a heli- and as he happily collects his worms, a helicopter lands, and we see a bunch of people get out in army uniforms. He thinks they're like Ukrainian. Yes, and he's trying to say that he has a permit, but he doesn't know the words. And they're collecting all of his equipment. Do you think he's speaking French? We're trying to speak French because Polynesian. No, they're in the Ukraine. They're in the Ukraine. I must have missed. Here he's in Chernobyl. He's in. Oh, that's right, Chernobyl worm guy. Yeah. (laughs) I think he's trying to speak Ukrainian. Could be Russian. Or Russian. But anyway, 
anyway, he doesn't speak the language. He's like, how do you say I, I have a permit? And they're like, is it? Uh, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> we don't American fuck with Mother Army. Nature, mother-in-laws, or motherfucking Ukrainians. Ukrainians. <laughs> Carly, you've never seen that movie, but you will. Someday that you'll get that. Well, that's not underappreciated. No, that's no. an Italian job. Oh. Is it underappreciated? Oh. I don't know. People hate Mark Wahlberg. I don't care for him. I enjoy him in pretty much everything he's in, though. Did you see the new Transformers? <laughs> It's pretty bad. The last two. Like, okay, I didn't see the last one. One before that. Oh, you didn't see the last <laughs> one? I didn't see the last, oh, last, the last one. Oh, the last one? It's exquisite how bad it is. Like, I didn't see it, but with, I've heard Tony Rand. It starts about with it King Arthur. I saw that one. Okay, that was the last one. Yeah. Well, Bumblebee, I don't know. Yeah. Bumblebee's, oh, Bumblebee's supposed to be good. supposed to be really good. So any movie where it's like, you know, Shia LaBeouf doesn't make it, <laughs> you know it's got to be just... some special dog trash. <laughs> All right, anyways. <laughs> Um, oh, we see a gentleman in a suit. Can we get a soundbite of saying up. that so we can push a button? Yeah, we can. We should do that. Um, we get a gentleman in a suit. It turns out You're he's not Ukrainian. Yeah, he's from the U.S. State Department. And he uh, is collecting uh, the worm guy and his research because he's been reassigned. And they're real dicks about it, too. They don't say why. They're like, you need to come with us. He's like, but I'm in the middle of my research. Not anymore. You've been reassigned. It's like, you know what they'd actually do? Say, hey, we have something we need your help with. Um, we need you to come with us. They don't just, like, fucking abduct you. Mm-hmm. I, I really hate that that movie's always new. Afraid I don't know Crazy Willie, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. That's all I'm getting. That's a- <laughs> all right. So then. Come get Papa Bear. <laughs> <laughs> we end up in. We should watch that. That's awesome. Happy. I'm going to say this incorrectly. I'm supp- I'm apologize to all our Tahitian listeners. Papiti Tahiti? The city is Papiti. See how her voice got higher? Mm. That's to gain sympathy. <laughs> okay, anyways. I thought it was to hurt, hurt dog's ears. We uh, go there. Oh, well, fuck you both. <laughs> so uh, we see some mysterious Frenchmen. They are, are in a hospital. And they interview a... Asian gentleman who we recognize as the cook off our fishing trip from earlier in the South Pacific Ocean. And he's Wait, he's had a, a lighter in front of his. And well, he's got like, a bit of the PTSD. Yeah, like if a giant not, lizard attacked your submarine or your. He's not your, uh, talking. So Jean Renault, our Philippe, our mysterious Frenchman, takes out a cigarette lighter and waves it in front of his face and says, "What do you see, old man?" And, and of the, course, this guy speaks English. No, but he just. We don't even know if he understood the sentence. He just starts repeating, Gojira. I don't know why I said it with that accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> he just keeps saying Godzilla. Gojira. Because I'm an American and we call it Godzilla, even though I know that it's got Gojira, but it's Godzilla. <laughs> um, Tony, you were a fan of the series. What do you call it? Godzilla. Okay. King of the Lizard. But it's also the problem with uh, King Ghidorah. Like, so people go, it's King Ghidorah or Ghidorah, and all this. And it's like, dude, just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. I feel like only Americans worry so much about pronouncing things they correctly. Do. It's like Other encyclopedia. Co- or <laughs> Other countries just pronounce things different, and that's just how it works. All right. Um, then we go to the Gulf of San Miguel, Panama. Panama. We see Nick waking up on a seaplane. Looking out the window, going to an island, he lands and meets Colonel Hicks. Who's a little douchebag. Mm-hmm. Nick wants to know why he's there. He's he's like me too. And uh, the guy and Colonel Hicks is just like, come this way, don't talk to anybody. And Nick is like, was this a spill? Was there 
because he they pass all these people with Geiger counters, and he's like, was it a spill? Was there an accident? And, and his Colonel, first clue should have been that they weren't putting on any kind of protective suits. Yeah. Colonel Hicks <laughs> says something like that, and Nick is like, well, I work for the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, but accidents and spills aren't what I do. I, um, and Hicks says, we know, but he keeps, go- but Nick keeps going and says that they've interrupted a three-year study on the Chernobyl earthworm. And Hicks is like, yeah, we know, you're the worm guy. <laughs> to me, this was very much an Elaine thing. If you stop her, she's going to keep going until she gets her thought out. And if you interrupt her, she'll start from the fucking beginning. Well, and, well the whole thing is like, dude, we spent like 10... 10- 10 grand to get you here. We know who you are. Yeah. And then he's like, did you know that the Chernobyl earthworm has grown 17%? <laughs> no, I think it was like 12. <laughs> it might have been 17. He's like, really? How about that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's like, I take a radioactive sample and I study him. And Hicks goes, great, here's your sample. And he's like, what sample? I don't see a sample. You're standing in it. And then he gets pan out. Pan out. And he's, see, and I've always, first time I saw this, I, saw, I noticed it, and there's no ramp. Like, he's in a footprint. He would have fallen in the yeah. fucking footprint. Yeah, it's like Shanghai, at least. Yeah. It would have been funnier. This is as good as the telekinesis in the last movie, okay? <laughs> it would have been funnier if he fell in the footprint. It would have been yeah. funnier. Like, he's still walk, like walking, and he's like, here's your sample. He goes, what sample? Boom, Boom. balls in. Uh, but no. But no. I don't think Matthew Broderick really does physical comedy anymore. Have you seen Ferris Bueller's Days Off? I said anymore. This was 1997. Eight. Yeah, he was like no, eight. No, came out in '98. <laughs> it came out in '98. He was. It was filmed in '97. All right. Yeah, but he was still right. like 45 when this was filmed. Okay. Well, you're not quite yet He's 45. You think you could fall down and not break? You know. I can. I fell down the stairs last week. I still got scabs. And she's fine. <laughs> I mysteriously cut the top of my foot open at work today. Jeez. Don't know how. I just looked down and I was like, "Wow, my foot's bleeding. I wonder what happened." <laughs> my lumbago's getting real bad here too. <laughs> All right. Now that we just compared who's the oldest. Mm. <laughs> so Nick Tatopoulos freaks out. Everywhere. He freaks out about the fact that he's in a footprint. Footprint. As he follows Hicks into the command tent, he's peppering him with questions. That was a footprint. How big was it? Did anybody see it? And we meet Dr. Elise Chapman, a paleontologist. And Colonel Hicks is like, "This is Dr. Elise Chapman and your boss." Mm-hmm. Which and she doesn't even look at him. She like no sells it and like puts a hand out, like shake his hand. She didn't think they needed the worm guy. She's right. not. This is not her pitch. She thinks well, in a minute, a, she's going to think it was a good idea to have yeah. the worm guy. He, well, she's like, he's like, what was that? And she, she tells him it was worm some guy. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> she tells him it was some dinosaur, and um, then she looks at him, and all of a sudden, she's a smitten kitten. She's a smitten kitten. I mean, Matthew Broderick is a, is a sexy, hunky man there. But their shared Sarah moment. Sarah Jessica Parker was all about it. I don't. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say their shared moment, but I don't think it was a shared moment. It wasn't Only shared she moment had a moment. Because he looks, she, he looks at her like, what? Because she's like oogling him. And he's like, okay, this is weird. But do- they're interrupted by Dr. Craven. Like, hey, lady, my eyes are up here. Who comes in and says, the, fi- the French finally released it. And it's a tape. Elaine's waving her hand in the air like she's holding a tape. Uh oh! John's favorite tertiary object, right I there. Know. It's a tape. It's a tape. Stand by. <laughs> Stand by. You know what? There's a bunch of different tapes he could choose. Mm. That's true. That's true. Or I could pull something out of my bag of holding that is not a tape. <laughs> All right. But I'd say as as if we were stopping the movie right now, favorite tertiary object, the tape. All right. So, so see if it holds up. <laughs> Um, now I've lost my place. <laughs> so then we see the tape. 
with the French uh, freight with the freighter on it and the uh, goju, you know the yeah all the stuff we've already seen. Mm-hmm. All right, and then we see. I don't know because I don't know why I wrote that. All right, so then we go to New York, and we meet Audrey. Oh, hold on. Hold on. The, when he is at the footprint, is that when we see the French guys again? No, no I was very confused but, about no, these not French guys we, for not, a long time. We don't. They're like we're insurance people. I we, thought that was we like don't the see the French guys till we go to Jamaica. Oh, the because boat! Right the now, because we were in Panama. Okay, I'm sorry. Panama. Every time we do. Skipping ahead. Every time we saw them, though, I'm like, what in the fuck are these Carly. guys in the movie for? They're mysterious. <laughs> now, did your French guys have subtitles or no, no French stuff? <laughs> so you can. I should, I, mine didn't either, but you can put the subtitles on and then it'll tell you what they're saying in French. We watched it on Netflix. I don't know Which, if that you, not. you could still put the subtitles on. I also on. watched it on Netflix. And I, have, and I appreciate someone picking a movie that is on Netflix. We have, we have it on DVD, and on the DVD they just have the French subtitles as part of the movie. I was surprised they weren't on the Netflix version. I was like, why aren't the subtitles on? But then I was Another too lazy to figure it out. Rain <laughs> doesn't need to be going on right now. Eh, it's, it's important to know that maybe you might want to find a copy with subtitles. <clears throat> New York. We meet Audrey, <laughs> the woman in the photos, uh-huh. who is apparently in the photos, which the assistant to a reporter, which we when or not a reporter, a TV news guy. <laughs> she's bringing she's bringing her boss his groceries. We also meet her best friend slash coworker Lucy, and we meet her boss Charles Kamen, who is a douche. <laughs> who, he treats her like crap. Who I really love and hits on her. Wayne's World 2, he's handsome something or other. He's handsome a DJ. Steve handsome Steve or something. Steve, yeah. <gasps> oh or, no, God. Handsome Dan. I handsome think Handsome Dan, yeah, it's Handsome, handsome Dan. Dan. And and they're like, oh, so you're not even listening to me. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's great. And he's like, wow, you're a complete tool. <laughs> uh-huh. But in this movie, he's also a, a complete tool. He, he's, two words for you, typecast. She is, She. <laughs> there's a promotion opportunity for Audrey and she wants to be put in the mix and he wants her to have dinner with him. At her place. At her place. He has a position for her. Yeah. But he and says, I wanted to kick him in the face. Here's yeah, the, he's kind of a turd. She's like, did you talk to whatever, whoever about it? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, it's between you and this other girl. And then when he goes out after she turns him down... Mm-hmm. He's on stage with the other girl. I think that was the promotion opportunity. I don't, no, I, don't know. I I think that was just a new. Yeah, because you don't go from. They have the same name. No, you don't go from uh, you know secretary, you know, assistant yeah. to news anchor at the desk. Wants, at the desk is a big. Promotion. She wants yeah. to be on the TV. Yeah, if she wants to be like an infield reporter, which is the, the first step to getting yeah. onto the desk. I don't know, but the I. It is a funny gag that he sits down at the news desk and the new news anchor is much taller than him. So he's like, can I get a phone book or something? Yeah. And he has to stand up. And then he up. Like stands up awkwardly. It's my favorite tertiary object, the phone book. <laughs> there isn't actually a phone, phone book. book. It still counts. Actually, we do see <laughs> phone books later in this movie, but not here. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> now we go to go. Great Pedro Bluff in Jamaica. All right. Here's where we see What is the with the and Jamaica? I don't know. This is where Dr. Chapman asks Nick if he's single and hits on him some more. Is there a miss to top And he says, no, there's nobody. So we, we've seen the pictures. We've met Audrey. We know they're not together. Is it creepy? He still has pictures of her in his kit. Yes. Anybody? Anybody? It's sad. Eight years. If it's not creepy, Eight it's very years. sad. Eight That's creepy. If it was six months ago, no, not so much. Eight years, you're a creepy fucker. 
I mean, well, it's it not like, like he's calling her. It, yeah, he's not contacting her. He's not even looking at the TV to see if she's Bear's been able to You can't see the shrine that he has at his house of her. But, well, it's not creepy that he... Uh, pictures of old girlfriends but I think like, it's I really sad but I don't bring them with me but you don't keep them in your work car I have, no I have no I have a what do you call them? a album. photo album, album. yeah but, but I don't uh, like I've bring them with it. me places I don't it's have any pictures of old girlfriends you don't look at them every day no. you don't pull out don't when Carly goes to work you pull out your secret <laughs> photo album and you reminisce <laughs> about your old ladies he's friends with a lot of mothers. and is it creepy if you look at an old girlfriend when you're like 12 and you're like 40 now <laughs> but anyway, I don't think it's creepy. I think it's sad. I think he just never got over her, and it's just kind of sad. I do think it's sad as well, but I just was curious. Also, what the creepy sad. I, like you seem really bothered by the paleontologist hitting on him. <laughs> no, I actually I rather enjoy that. You gotta feel like she's been the only woman on this whole thing for who knows how long. I, actually, that's one of my favorite parts of movies. That okay. She hits on him. She's mentioned it like mm-hmm. seventeen times. Then she hits on him. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of the funniest parts of the movie. Unfortunately, it's all they give her to do, though. I know. That is all they give her to do. It's, I'm telling you, if they had she had to work very closely yeah. together, and he ended up realizing that Audrey was crap, and this chick was better, they're both scientists, I would have been fine with that. It kind of makes me want to watch some news radio. Yeah. Because Audrey is a turd the entire movie. There's no reason that they end up together. Ooh, early Spoiler pick for alert. John's <laughs> least favorite character. All right. Mm. <laughs> Back to Jamaica. Uh, I was. T- oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Hurry up! I got some shit to say. But the best thing is we will get to it. Yes, All right, we will. So, uh, we go to a beach and we find a clawed up ship. This is a different ship, love, love I assume. And um, we see the mysterious Frenchman and Nick. Get they the get us. <laughs> Nick gets all up on the ship and sees a tissue sample. And he turns around and there is Roche, Philippe. And, uh, you know, he gets a really good look. Why are you looking around? I don't know, because I'm trying to remember if he talks to him or not. She's she's in character. He does. The army army guys talk to him and they ask him who he is and he gives him his card because he's an insurance adjuster is what he says. And they're like, get your guys out of here or we'll remove them. Um, that's when you say, fuck off, we're not in America, you have no jurisdiction here. <laughs> I, who does have jurisdiction in Jamaica? Jamaica. <laughs> they're yes, their but- own country. That's how that... I don't know what my voice is. <laughs> whoever, they, whoever they give jurisdiction to. No, that, th- there mean, would have been local people in Jamaica yes. investigating this. And if they, they have, they're their own country, say, they do that shit. Come help, that's fine. But if that ship was French, I was just the wondering, French insurance guy has every right to be I was there. just right. wondering... If, which, that's, if that's his property, if he's insuring that ship and he's going to come investigate it, um, the U.S. government has no fucking right to I say anything. I was just curious. <laughs> I'm just kind of wondering which... Because a lot of countries have large military presences in different smaller countries so I was just kind of wondering I wonder who kind of if ha- anybody does in Jamaica I don't know if it's yeah. big enough interesting <laughs> no, uh, Jamaica is it's in the Caribbean also I kind of think that voice you did was Walter Cronkite Walter Cronkite <laughs> okay alright um, <laughs> Ben would know if, if yeah. <laughs> ben, ben is Ben is frantically yelling at thank you Ben Hi, I didn't ben. know that I appreciate your uh, insight all right, so... Also, <laughs> we'll get a tweet about Excellent. it. Excellent. Now we're on the eastern seaboard of the United States of America. Now the see, U.S. government can get involved. Yeah. And we see some fishing trawlers. Mm-hmm. And uh, their nets get stuck on something. She's going to do everything in this movie. They decide to pull up pull their up nets. Pull up the nets. 
They can't pull them up. They're stuck. They something to starts to pull on them instead, and it's pulling the trawlers, and it starts to pull them under, and they try to cut the nets, and they try to cut the and nets. And you know what's amazing? That there's an axe right there. It's Actually, just that's not amazing at and all. You know what mm-hmm. I used to cut a rope? Not a fucking axe. How about like a saw or something? <laughs> I don't think it's amazing at all because... You I don't th- use an axe. It's very ineffective. You, <laughs> you, you want to know why? Go get an axe. Hit a spot. Hit that you very same think, fucking spot. You would think that the like fisher dude yeah. with their nets would just have like pocket knives. Or I would. Or, or an emergency... Well, here's a weird one. An emergency release. So when that happens, you just... Hit the emergency release well, okay. yeah, let's go. That's, <laughs> that's I'm what? pretty sure it's a lot more complicated than just an emergency release. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Have you ever, have you ever been on a fishing trip? Have no. You ever, have you ever? Okay. I have watched 15 Never minutes of an episode of fished. The Deadliest Catch. Oh, you're a fucking <laughs> And I know. <laughs> and I know that those nets and rigging are complicated and lots of accidents happen. So I'm sure there are lots of knives and machetes so what you're and axes. There'll be a fail safe, not just a random axe that's just sitting on look, top of the deck while it's raining and moving around. I'm sure there are lots of machete-like objects. An axe is probably not the best one, but maybe that's all that, that Roland Emmerich had on it. That could be his personal axe from his hooks. Look, all our deep-sea fishermen listen, listening... <laughs> Tweet to us, I'm Alice. You, also, all of our lumberjack listeners <laughs> are wondering why there's an axe on a fucking boat. He has some sort of. I'm sure they have combat knives. I'm sure that they have combat knives to cut through heavy rope. They should have grabbed the chainsaw. Would have been just as, you know. Anyways, no matter what they grab, there isn't enough time to cut any ropes before Godzilla pulls the ships underwater. Because they're all DED. I don't hey. think they are DED. No, they, actually, they float away. They float away. Mm-hmm. Because Godzilla does. Oh, that he was just hard wants to the fish. He just yeah. wants the he fish. He wants the fish. It's a big motherfucking right, fish. Right, now we're on another plane. See, if now if this was in the same world as Jaws, we'd solve that problem. Or the Meg. Oh. He's not big enough for the Meg. Oh, <laughs> my, maybe I should do the Meg next. Huh? Dude, what the fuck's wrong with a, you? A monster. I've been waiting for it. You said you were going. Well, me and John had watched it, and I didn't want to do it too close. I didn't <laughs> want to spoil the... He's got to let that movie breathe for like six months. Anyways, I was saying, now we're on another plane. So Colonel Hicks is giving a report about three fishing trawlers that just got went down off the eastern seaboard. And um, Dr. Chapman keeps talking about how it's a dinosaur. And Nick says, no, the radiation is a clue. It's not a coincidence. And he goes... <laughs> so. You gotta, you know, we're 40 he minutes goes, in. You're like barely in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> he goes through his thing. He's like, look, it was first sighted in a nuclear testing area. And then, and he shows this pattern of its moving. And he thinks it's a new species caused by radiation. Then we hit another little graphic that tells us we're in the city that never sleeps. We see Audrey again. But it takes naps. Complaining to Lucy and Victor about her sleazy boss. And Lucy tells her that she's too nice, that she's never going to make it. It's a dog-eat-dog world. Nice guys finish last. And uh, she asks, and um, Audrey asks Animal, because she doesn't call him Victor, she calls him Animal. Mm-hmm. She asks Animal great if he agrees. Calls me animal. And he does concur that she is too nice and she's never going to make it, mm-hmm. which is uh, pretty sad. She would make it in some fields, but not... Not reporting. Not in the cutthroat <laughs> world of reporting in New York City. She'd probably do great at cupcake baking. Ooh, can she and bake? She probably is to be on TV in some small news stations in small towns. I think that's how you would actually do it. You would go work yeah. like a local yeah, in Smallville. That would work. 
You'd I had get a friend who coverage. went to college for communications, and then she started at a local news station. Mm-hmm. She ended up going to Boston. She ended up going to Dallas. You know, like she. I used to know a girl who um, she was at the gym. She was local here, and now she's in Philadelphia. I think I don't know. I unfriended her on yeah, Facebook. You just kind of. I don't think she listens, so it's no big deal. She moved to Philly. I was like, I don't even fuck friend you anymore. Bye. <laughs> I hope she does listen. Email us if you do. What's your My name? friend is not on the TV. Girl who lives works. in Philadelphia. Anyone who lives not in Philadelphia and listens to this podcast, please send us an email. <laughs> at <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> at unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. I just want a Philly check-in. All right. So, Audrey. I want a Philly cheat Just steak. then, Audrey looks up and spots Nick on TV and says, hey, shh, shh, turn that up. Is there, like, it's at a Nick. restaurant or a bar? Yeah. It's my old... She calls him her college sweetie, Nick. And anybody else think of David Arquette right away? Sweetie, I did it. 10, 10, 3, 2, 1. It was the 90s. No. <laughs> oh, that's... Okay, just me. All right. Um, <laughs> but she sees Nick on this report about things going down in Panama. <laughs> and then we flash to the fish market. We see a bunch of... Uh, Trucks and forklifts and gentlemen, dock workers, working with fish. And then we see an old man. He's going to fish in the East River, which is gross. (laughs) Yeah. And gets heckled. Don't ever do that. And gets heckled by some bums. Because you don't ever do that. He's like, it could be my lucky day. You never know. I don't think it is. <laughs> so, um, but he throws out his line and he gets a bite. Like, and instantly. holy like, that shit. That shit's amazing. Yeah. So what you're telling me is that Godzilla was waiting for a fisherman to sit down and throw <laughs> some fucking bait in the water so he can grab the line and pull the pole in the water. That shit's amazing. I don't think, did he cast his was, line out far enough for that to have been Godzilla? Godzilla would have had Well, who no, else no, grabbed it? I think Godzilla would have I think coincidentally it got stuck on an old boot. That's probably Right as the leviathan that is Godzilla emerges from the ocean. Run, Joe! He's doing my best. <laughs> Godzilla emerges. And as he does... <laughs> what the? Carly's doing this weird thing with her hands. She's trying to fly away. She's flapping her wings like she's doing the, the bird dance at a wedding. Flapping her wings for arms. Okay, so... Godzilla immediately causes a shit ton of accidents as he emerges from the river and crosses the street. Like you would. He's yeah, got, like you would. Did, did a fucking dinosaur just walk across? Yeah, okay. As he moves, a bunch of boats fall off him, which are caught in his spiny... What yeah. what do you call that? His his spinal spines? Yes, yeah, it's uh, his spinal spines. His stegosaurus spikes. That's the spikes. term for it. Yes. <laughs> well, you like dinosaurs. Tell me what it's what called. called. I'm just calling. I don't know. Spines. He's not a dinosaur. I think it's called like a spinal rager. It's not spines everywhere like a porcupine. It's like down the middle of his back like a stegosaurus. (laughs) All right, moving on. All right, so a bunch of boats fall off. Again, that is screaming. And then... (laughs) Boats and hoes. I hope I get a tweet about what that's actually called. Um, I don't have Twitter on my phone, so I don't see the tweets anymore. Just go, just go. And then uh, he... He grabs a truck and eats a bunch of fish because Godzilla is very hungry. Then we get to, we flash to Major, uh, Major, Mayor Ebert. Major Payne. Giving a speech. And Please tell us the fun facts, John. You want to give me the fun fact? Please tell me the fun fact. This guy, the mayor, mm-hmm. and his assistant are Gene yeah. and Ebert, as, a, as in Siskel and Ebert. Uh huh. And why are they? Because they ragged on Stargate something fierce. Mm-hmm. So this was the the writer director guy. So Roland, sticking it, yeah, was Roland. so pissed. 
he's sticking it to the man, which kind of didn't work out because one of them died. Yeah. Well, no, but Gene died, and Gene's portrayal was not as bad as Ebert's portrayal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Anyways. Knowledge bomb. So he's I'm giving sure a speech. that they would have ranked on this movie, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, which, this movie, Stargate is a really fucking good movie. <laughs> this is an enjoyable film, but it's not in the same, it's not really fucking good like Squirrel! <clears throat> so, as he's giving the speech, the ground starts to shake, and a monster emerges through the building. He walks right past Audrey's boss. Who does not, who is on the phone and is oblivious to the situation. Because he's trying to find a good story. He's like, that's not a story. That's not a story. And another lady's like, oh, look, your story just your walked story. by. And he's like, what? Okay. <laughs> and he doesn't see it. He's like, shut up. And he goes back to his conversation. And then the tale goes by. He's Perfect. on a big-ass cell phone <clears throat> in a building. You, look, first of all, I'll tell you, you know it's bullshit. Like, that shit's bullshit. Because back then, you know how much? That was like $5 a minute. And he was in a building with phones. You use another phone. <laughs> he's... At that time period, he wants to show how prestigious he is, and that is why he's using his cell phone. Or he's a big Zach Morris fan. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Who Zach. is – well, no. Time out. <laughs> I, was right, gonna, time in. I was going to say who isn't, but then I remembered. Zach, Zach Morris, Morris is trash. <laughs> <clears throat> Audrey, so then we flash to Audrey, and she is telling Lucy and Animal about Nick, her college sweetie, and um, how they were together for almost four years – and he asked her to marry him, and that was the problem, and she just ghosted on him. Like, Which is the worst thing ever. Agreed. And then as they're having this conversation, fucking Godzilla walks past. Like Animal, who is a cameraman at the uh, news station that they work at, w- grabs... in Cincinnati. Channel 12. Yeah, that too. Grabs his camera and tries to get some video footage of the monster. And News 12 was a Long Island station. I don't think they had that in the city. He gets a little Mm. bit, it's distorted, but Godzilla goes down the street and then turns around and comes back and almost steps on Animal. He misses him by like, as Bob Ross would say, three hairs and some air. And what's funny (laughs) about this is Hank Azaria breaks into Mo, like he uses Mm -hmm. the Mo voice Mm -hmm. right here. And when asked about it, he was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, it was completely unintentional. He wasn't doing Mo, but, you know, Mo lives inside, so. (laughs) Mo wanted to come out for this scene. He did an excellent job of portraying a dude who was almost smooshed and lived to tell the tale. Mm -hmm. I bet that, you know, the pucker factor on that was a 10. When you puck your asshole up real, real tight, yeah, he was a 10. Okay. All right. You could make a diamond. Okay. That that kind of pucker factor. I bet it wasn't a puckering. I bet he straight okay. shit his pants. For somebody so concerned about time, why did you bring that up? <laughs> because he's that's concerned. interesting. He's concerned about his prison wallet. Oh, God, no, not the prison wallet. Let's move on. All right, the military cal- caravan rolls up into their mobile command camp in New Jersey. What's that smell? New Jersey. See, no one gets that. We were driving once in, in the <laughs> great in the Garden State, and one of the kids said, "What is that smell?" And I said, "Well, it's New Jersey." It was and, quite a funk, and it was. Sorry just to New all Jersey. our listeners in New Jersey. <laughs> all of our friends out in the Garden State. So, um, we we meet Sergeant O'Neill, who tells Colonel Hicks um, about the creature and the havoc it is reaching. And the mayor, who's on scene, agrees to evacuate. But... No shit. Unfortunately, they have lost sight of the creature. And Hicks is like, how the fuck did that happen? 
And O'Neal's like, we're not really sure. That's bullshit. They would never lose this thing in New York City. Let me tell you why. Eight million motherfuckers is why. <laughs> Someone's well, going to call here, somebody like, I um, think a dinosaur walked by my house. The, all the cell phone towers and shit, like the phone line stopped working at uh-huh, some point. They still, were all jammed. Um, you know what? The eight million motherfuckers screaming because a dinosaur walked by would probably be what I like, <laughs> like to call saying. a clue. If people were trying to call in, hey, I just saw it, they couldn't. You're, well, you know it's also amazing. You're right. It is amazing because even when he goes through the bottom of a building into the subway, there's still people in the subway mm-hmm. and under the ground, and they would see him. You are correct. However, it's a movie. <laughs> what they need is what's-her-name's thing from Tremors. Yes, they definitely do. Then they can just yeah. see where he's at all the time. Uh, right. Dr. Chapman thinks that it went back into the river, but Nick says, I don't think so. And he doesn't ever guess wrong. And then he explains... An expert on worms. Yeah. He explains how that this island is perfect. It's an island. He says it's an island. It's surrounded by water on all sides. I and like how he described what an island was after he said it. Like, <laughs> Which was ridiculous. Thanks. That was even worse than and lava. And said, unlike lava? other places, this is a place he can easily hide. It's an island surrounded Which by again, water on all sense. sides. So then it's an island. <laughs> It's an island not surrounded by water on all sides, Dennis. Not an island there, rocket science. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Three out of four. We'll call it a, I don't know, peninsula. We, we all stopped to watch Channel 12's news footage of Animal and, then, and the footage he caught of the monster. And everybody goes crazy because he, so did Animal. Well, they're proud of him. He got that great footage. Nobody Hell yeah. Got I guarantee you, like, that footage is going to be worth some money yeah. of, a, of a giant dinosaur. Yeah. Like, he got the first footage because yeah. everybody's going to have footage of it by the end of the day. Right? Well, this wasn't now. Like, maybe the nowadays, they'd be... Mm. And from that news footage, we flash to the newsroom where Audrey is watching other news footage of the mobile it's command camp. Audrey. It's Audrey. They're in New York. Thank you. Of the mobile command they are camp, New York in it where, up. She, where she spots again Nick, and she tries to tell Cayman, her boss, that she Maybe might have know. a source on the inside, and he pretty much tells her to go fuck off. And she should. I mean, he says, I, I, is this where he says, this is where the the, the big, big boys, boys yeah. go and do work? This is and when the big boys here, go in. It was like, wow, oh. if you wanted this guy to be more of a dick. <laughs> like, I was waiting for this guy to get killed Here's the way the they made him such I a know. dick. You're like, this guy's getting eaten. No, I'm he's, not getting trying toilet, to be he's getting toilet death. Like crazy superficial Park. or anything. They don't portray this guy as somebody who super cares about getting the story and be he is portrayed as like a dude who has to have the best story but not as the guy who's going and getting stories right he wants somebody to do it for so him so they portray him like the face of the news yeah Ooh, but he doesn't seem handsome enough to me to be just the face yeah. of the news wow wow I know he's wow, handsome Carly. Dan thank you oh. wow Carly well he's not that's, you shouldn't judge people you know on their looks Carly that's his just his job wrong. is based on looks <laughs> Carly's not wrong. I know. He does. And he's just an asshole. He does. Who's not attractive? Worst, and maybe, the worst kind. Maybe he's <laughs> rendered less attractive to me because he's such an asshole. There's that. <laughs> I think that's true. I also think he does have a nice speaking voice, though. I would listen to be the radio the news guy. No, he'd be great was for podcasts. <laughs> he's got a face for podcasts. <laughs> I'm just saying, at some point during the movie, I was like, he's not That's like out joke. there digging for the story. He just wants them to hand him to him. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. We're an hour now. Just but uh, flash to Mayor Ebert freaking out on the plane on the way to the mobile command. And as he arrives on the ground, 
Our mysterious Frenchman Philippe is there and gives the mayor his card while also planting a bug on the mayor. We need the mayor's permission for any of this shit. Or the army. State emergency, so. I don't think so. Yeah, no. no. You're like, Mayor, go take your the mayor house in Florida. Movie movie they would we not let him in the command yeah, he would. No. He would be they in a second go, tent. Um, they might let him in the command center just to start. Because what he has is an expertise of the city. No, so you know who they would have in that command tent? Fucking Tommy Lee Jones from Volcano. <laughs> or like the yes, governor, guy the EOM guy. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like the mayor just isn't high enough up on the chain well, he, to give a fuck about what he thinks. He is in charge of New York City, yeah. so mm-hmm. that is kind of like, a big deal. I feel like he wouldn't be in their major command tent, but they would have a second command tent with like the mayor the and the governor. The governor mm-hmm. and um, like, let's be honest, the fucking the president's probably coming. Along. No, but like the power company guy, the yeah. Ele- yeah. the gas mm-hmm. company guy. Well, the guy, in, yeah, Take the guy in front of the metro, in charge of the subway system, yeah. like those people would in be, a room. would because be there. These army guys need, are going to know diddly dick about New York City. Yeah, they would need to know information yeah. about this stuff. Means. Yeah. Whereas you see, you know, they yeah. do this thing called looking this for patterns. This guy would not and, be all up in their faces yelling at them. And, yeah, but while Cayman was being a dick to Audrey, she stole his Audrey. press ID, and Lucy helps her put her photo over his. Because it's 1998 and fake IDs are nobody Stolen. checks. I don't um, like how she was like, do you have any glue? And she's like, no, I left my counterfeit kid at and home. And she immediately something. starts to feel bad about it. Like, I don't think I should do this. And Lucy's like, you finally did something cutthroat. Just deal with it. But she's going to use it to try to get in and see Nick. Then we flash to a UPS truck. And we see... It's the French's secret surveillance van, and they are watching all of this that's happening. And every t- I'm totally confused by these French guys. Like so, every time they're doing it, the movie is doing its job with me and these French guys. It's all right. So what you're missing because you didn't have subtitles is there. There's lots of bits about they're not able to find good coffee. They're not able to find good I, food. That part I think was yes, in English because there's a couple lines in English, but there's more in French that elaborates on these. No croissant. Like you call this coffee. I call this America, which made me laugh. And it's a but, great, never mind, we'll get to it. So we can clearly see they have the mayor bugged and they're listening in on all of the important military secrets. <clears throat> Back at command, O'Neill interrupts to tell Hicks that there's a new problem. Um, so they go on site to investigate and inside one of the buildings they find that um, Godzilla has dug a tunnel into the subway system and is now burrowing under the city, which is apparently how we lost him. So what you're telling me is this giant lizard who's never existed before goes, mm-hmm. of all places, to New York City where there's an extensive subway? Well, mm-hmm. here. Amazing. This gets even funnier. <laughs> so Hicks tells O'Neill to make sure that it doesn't leave the island. And O'Neill tells him that there's only 14 tunnels that leave off the island and they've got them all covered. But the bitch swam here mm-hmm. and can leave at any goddamn time. It's not going through these tunnels. Also, also, it also, swam here. I've been on the subway. I've been on the subway. Yeah. Godzilla's not fitting through the tunnels. No. <laughs> the train only fits through the tunnels so The train much. barely fits, yeah. And he, they make it sound like well, Godzilla changes size yeah. for whatever scene this movie he, is. Like, he's really little in the subways, and all of a sudden there's a scene where you can see his eye and it's the size of the subway tunnel. He doesn't well, change his size. He so walks he, through a building at one point. He burrows through the ground. Do you have any idea what that would do? Yes, All of that weight on top of him would have collapsed, and there's no more Godzilla problem solved movie over. Or at least class behind him. But look, look, it like doesn't, it's just think funny. Thin, think yeah. thin. <laughs> it's just fucking funny because he can fucking really swim. Yeah. 
Yeah, also, they can't, they can't really stop him from leaving. It's like a mouse or a roach, you yeah. know, just squeeze through those subway tunnels. All right, so Hicks is really mad and is trying to form battle plans, and Nick points out that it's not the enemy evading them, it's an animal. We should try to find out what it needs to draw it out. Mm-hmm. Which and is solid. As yeah, he's very solid. <laughs> as he's giving this actual good advice, some soldiers find a bunch of fish in the tunnel. Aha, a clue. They decide to set up a trap. A trap full of fish. We see a couple more shots of the French spying on them. And we see Nick stopping at a camera vending machine to get a a disposable camera. And uh, so we get this big pile of fish in the middle of an intersection. And the military is laying in wait. But nothing's really happening. Nothing's really happening. And Nick notices the man steam coming out of the manholes. And he's like, we need to get the manhole covers off so we can smell the bait. Which, also solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. underground. It's not smelling all these fish. Mm-hmm. So uh, as Nick goes to open one, which I guess they weren't moving fast enough for him. So Matthew Broderick has to get a crowbar and do it on his own. And wouldn't you know, the he one hears- he, he opens one manhole cover and guess who's underneath that manhole cover? What? This shit's amazing. He hears a noise. (laughs) Not quite that loud, but he does hear a noise. And then all of a sudden, the street fucking cracks. And he he just stands there. And Godzilla emerges. I think Matthew McBroderick might be part deer. (laughs) Every time something crazy happens, he's like, I'm going to stand here and look at it. I'd be like, there'd be like a little smoke outline where I fucking took (laughs) off. There'd be a license plate spinning with two flame lines. (laughs) I'd be running back in time. He doesn't just stand there. He then takes a picture with Flash. He's doing selfies with Godzilla. Like, dude, get the fuck out of there, man. And Godzilla is like, what was that tiny flashing light? And gets really fucking close to him. sniffs him. He's like, I want to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever gang signs? <laughs> have you ever like seen like the sun glint off something on the sidewalk and get really close and sniff an ant? Because that's what <laughs> <No>. this was. <laughs> and what's good is that the soldiers are there and they're about to shoot him. And Matthew Broderick puts his hands out like no, and then waves his finger. Everybody like, Don't is, you do it? No, no, no. Everybody's kind of a bit awestruck. Godzilla. Well, no one had ever seen like a dinosaur be. before. <laughs> Godzilla roars again. Right on Nick and like sprays him with goo. That'd be saliva, and now he's deaf, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, his, know what they missed is the blood coming out of his ears because yeah. that's what would happen. And he that's comes not the only up, time in this movie they missed that. And, he just, <laughs> and then he's like, all right, I'm done, tiny ant, and goes and starts to eat the fish. O'Neill says, we're going to need bigger guns. And then he says, we're going to need the bigger boat. And then Hicks <laughs> says, fire at will. So they open fire on fucking Godzilla. And, and there's a superhero in this crowd. Next time you watch it, all these people are shooting all these fucking machine guns and stuff. This one guy has a pistol. He's like, God damn it, I'm not going to be the guy that was at the Godzilla firing and didn't shoot something. This motherfucker's shooting a 9mm at Godzilla. Like, Anthony Hopkins is like, somebody no. Wants, somebody wants a free beer. You know, next. So, we get a so there I was, my Beretta. <laughs> I, pulled a gun. I shot Godzilla too. So we get a nine millimeter. We get a fun (laughs) chase the monster through the city scene, and this is when I thought of my first callback, and I thought if there's ever a time to say if they were shooting for shit. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no, they are hitting him, but they're also hitting a lot of the city. Yeah, (laughs) you miss Godzilla, you're just fired. (laughs) Yeah, they're hitting him. At some point, you're like, wow, I should probably shoot something with a little bit more penetration. They have no penetration, and they have penetration through those buildings. Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, Tremors. 
But they were shooting the graboids and it wasn't working. Yes. Same problem. But they're shooting, like, but they they're keep knocking shooting. buildings down. They just keep shooting at him. Yeah, so now all they're really doing, right. Carly's right, is destroying New York fortune. City. Yeah. A well, huge force. They're spending <laughs> billions. We get a fun. With a B. We get a fun little scene where Godzilla roars at them and breathes fire. It causes an explosion. And he can breathe fire? Which nobody <laughs> said anything about that in the movie. You think that would be an important tip they would bring up. Because he does it twice. And like, that would freak me the fuck twice. out. I'd be like, all right, but I they don't mention you it you You're in the army. Like, in what? fact, I rewound it watched it twice because I was like Did I know this the second time he doesn't breathe fire to he screams and the concussion throws cars and two cars hit and explode well, and then he sh- the so I rewound this twice because I wasn't sure I if it was a car time. explosion or if he breathes fire but you can see well maybe it's a, oh maybe it's the same thing as the second one as it's a percussion because you can see like the heat waves and mm-hmm. then the explosion so okay. heat waves. which they had was both times that they did it, this mm-hmm. one and the one that's later, because he's running and he steps on a car and it explodes. And then at the next intersection, he turns and he roars and then more cars explode. But there wasn't anything like they didn't. They just kind of like rolled and there yeah. was an explosion. The so second it, time you can see it. I don't know. I don't remember the first it, time. It's really weird. Sure like I watched it twice to make sure it was really him breathing fire. And I mm-hmm. think it was okay. him. But it's, All right. Now that we've, you know. It's a little ambiguous. That horse ain't moving. <clears throat> Anyways, the helicopters fire. are on him now, and uh, they fire some sidewinders at him, but they miss him because the heat seekers, he's colder than the building, so the heat seekers can't find so him. Now they're just blowing up more buildings. They did hit the Chrysler, the, Chrysler. the Chrysler building, though. He said, uh, that's a negative impact. And the mayor's like, what do you mean negative impact? That's the fucking Chrysler building. <laughs> do you have an idea what that thing is worth? Yeah. Billions. I wonder if they have insurance for that. But Godzilla is sneak is a crafty lizard and gets away from. I him. know, like he's had extensive training. You can tell. <laughs> Act of God. Back Godzilla. at the fish trap, Nick y- takes Yoda spent some time with this one. <laughs> Nick takes a very gross looking blood sample, <laughs> and he's like, "You know what I should check for? It's pregnant. Why not? Well, then we go to Mobile Command. <laughs> you know what else would happen? Uh, that." But that's when it works. He has diabetes, cancer. Let's see how Godzilla's doing. Yeah, I'm confused about that now that you mentioned it. Let's give it a full panel. If if it were pregnant, but it already laid eggs, like like yeah, I don't, I don't understand. But we don't need to pull. I think. All right, here's here's the thing. Okay. (laughs) Now I don't know. We don't know how many, how long it took him to lay these eggs. Right. So we know it's collecting a lot of fish. So maybe it's laying. A couple of eggs getting fish, laying a couple of eggs getting fish, laying a couple Probably. of eggs. Probably. Because uh-huh. some animals lay their eggs over a course of, you know, right. a couple oh, days. But it's still not considered pregnant. And I think that he says there's some gobbledygook about how so, it's more about there's a hormone in his blood that is like a... Which is true. Yeah. Which is what it a... It probably um, doesn't just leave. It probably uh, stays in your system a for a while. pregnancy test does search for that hormone. So, but um, it doesn't work like that in lizards. Right. <laughs> if it's the same kind of hormones. It's not. I know this because I checked the uh, trivia. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. All right. So, anywho. Anywho. Much like the science in the court, it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Um, So, then you got some unobtainium. See, they just had some unobtainium bullets. So, we're kind of... We got our... Carl's like, yes. We're at our fish trap and we got our convoy all rolled up and Nick decides to go into a drugstore and Audrey, who's on scene, spots him and follows him in. Audrey. And uh, he gets his he gets his sixteen pregnancy tests. That's an exaggeration. It's really because he like goes four. to the clerk and he's like, "Do you have a pregnancy test where it specifically looks for blah 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 blah?" And she's like, "I don't fucking know. Yes. <laughs> I have been that clerk. Why the fuck would I know yeah. that? Here, you read it." 
And, and by the way, did you know there's a fucking Godzilla monster running around? You might want to leave. I can't believe your, you're lucky I'm is, even here. And take your possibly pregnant harem with you. And you know what's, what's funny is that she's here working and she's calm. Yeah. No, well, if some... Oh, no, well, I wouldn't fucking be there. It's abandoned store, goddammit. Well, there's a lizard. But a man buying, like, six pregnancy tests is not unusual because when if it's your first kid, you take lots. You want to be sure but, that that is, that you're really pregnant. So that's not weird. Unusual during a Godzilla attack, right? Yeah, I Look, called him work Godzilla. People are still <laughs> having babies during the Godzilla attack. No, they're not because everybody's leaving. Look, we're in the process. How hard do you think it would be to actually evacuate New York City? Oh, so they wouldn't be able to do it. Very easy. No, so people would still go to work stuff. like this lady at the drugstore because like, she can't afford to close her family going drugstore. Everything is out now. Nothing's coming in, but you still. It's, Anyways, it's like, what if you get ferries to come in from New Jersey? Like if you're worried they about would, your stuff, you might as well come to work. Then you're less likely to get looted. <laughs> That's true. You might because you know. Yourself. Hey, and you gotta watch out for those looters. Put those gates down. You yeah. got although they did get what was coming to them. The looters? Yeah, there was yeah can we skip over the looters? No, so we're not we're not even anywhere near that. We're at the drugstore. Audrey walks we just in. Keep talking and about Nick goes, Audrey, I see you made it. You're a reporter. And she's like, sure. And then he's kind of giving her the cold shoulder. And she asks if he's still mad. And he says, yes. He's like, yeah. You left without a phone call or a note. Nothing. And she's like, that was eight years ago. Some people yeah, but change. I still think you're a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, no. Go to the bridge and get over it, dude. There's no time yeah. limit on she's, bitch. She's yeah. like, that was eight years ago. People change. And he's like, some people don't. She, Most people don't. She gets offended. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry you feel that way. She and gets, stops off. And then he's like, I'm sorry. You're right. I should forgive you for being a giant and a-hole. that's all we need to know about Matthew Broderick's character. And Matthew Broderick's yeah, character was, was my favorite character up until this moment. Yeah. He then invites her in for tea in his tent. Which and let's see no, how that works out no, for him. No, don't do that no. on the top seat. Well, he should have. First of all, she's not getting in there. No. The he army's sh- not letting her in. You he might invite her in for D, but you don't invite her in for T. He should have spat in her face. He should have spat in her face and said, fuck spat you. in her face. In her face. Damn, in the French face. Revolution right, over here. Look. No, Look, don't spit on anybody. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> when you ask a girl to marry you, she doesn't answer, and she ghosts on you, pretty, you get spat in the face. That's pretty low. Oh. That is pretty low. I know, but spat in the face. <laughs> maybe in your general direction. Maybe, maybe, maybe you just say, I spit on you. <laughs> and walk away. Don't oh ever God. do that. I'm going to try to remember to go, I spit on you! Next time Elaine's mad at me, I'm going to say that to her, see if it makes her no longer mad. Oh, God, it might. Could go, the either way. Could go either way. You take your life in your hands. I spit on you! So they get in their... T- so they get... They get into his tent, and they're having their tea and a lovely time, and Audrey And no hibbity-dibbity. No. Audrey asks him about Godzilla like, and his hibbity-dibbity. Yeah. So... He tells Audrey he's doing the pregnancy test while they're talking. Yes, like you wouldn't wait till she leaves for this. But you like, know what, Godzilla doesn't have a tallywhacker. I just wanted to say that. I'd be like, I need all these pregnancy tests. Hey, and some condoms. <laughs> <laughs> but he tells her it's amphibious. Amphibious. It's a burr, and it's pregnant. And then he's like, Why would you travel so far? But it totally makes sense. Animals tra- travel hundreds of miles to nest. 
Did you know? He said great distances, not hundreds of miles. Whatever. <laughs> he said lizards. Although it passed a lot of islands where it could have nested. And then amazing. <laughs> and then would have been says, less fucking trouble. <laughs> and, 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 and I just want to take the movie and go, movie, hey, it, hey, it's okay. You don't have to justify every Godzilla thing that happens. We're on board. Fucking Godzilla's here. <laughs> we're now we're into the movie. Wait we're, a minute. Godzilla's green. Because, calm down, movie. It's okay. <laughs> like chloroform. But he, yeah. does, he does drop this fun little fact that lizards can lay up to 12 eggs at a time, which... Doesn't help later when it's like, yeah. you know, like thousands of eggs. But he says, I've got to confirm this in the lab. Because the lab that he had in his tent is not the lab lab. And he doesn't say, hey, let's do this another time. Let me walk you back to the entrance. He just says, yeah. I'll be says, right I'll back. I'll be back. No, this, he leaves her in his tent. So he doesn't want her with all away. of his information. By the way, he knows that she's a reporter. <laughs> he also knows he can't trust her. He's, she's ghosted on him before. But she spots a couple of tapes, one of which says top secret. Which you don't just leave around. And she watches and she... Does she have clearance? No. No. But she fucking takes it. She doesn't even have a press badge. And goes (laughs) away. Seeing reporters, you know. So we get some scenes of the military searching for the creature. And then... He has a name, thank you. We have Audrey films a report using Nick's tape she stole tapes and his information that he gave it to her and then I shows knew. it to her boss's boss so and then we check in quickly with the French no croissant and Philippe's <laughs> like this is terrible I thought you said it was French roast and the guy pulls out a can of coffee that says French roast on it is it French it's funny Ooh. cream I, I really like the French guys they're funny but the military have a new plan they're going to lure him into the park out into the open with a second fish trap. Nick drops the pregnant bomb on the crew and says that we need to find the nest. And they're like, well, let's just destroy it and then we'll search for the nest. And Nick is like, we can't. The eggs could hatch soon. He's collect. He's not just eating all this fish because he's hungry. He's collecting it for the nest. Like, here's an idea. Can we do both? And, and apparently, Godzilla's go mostly bad, eggs. Yeah. It was all going to go bad before the fish went. Or, you know, like... Like that, eggs are gonna hatch before this fish is inedible. Like, and that's a that's not very. We long. don't know how long how Godzilla's digestive system works. We're not old, really worried about his digestive. Old, They're trying moldy, to kill it, Carly. Old moldy fish <laughs> might work just as well. If they get it sick with some bad fish, maybe they'll fall over. Why are they trying to poison this no, fucking thing? No, that's why they. Think you know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, let's pull this fish here. Put some fucking draino in there with it. Because the, he Strip wouldn't be mine. collecting so much yeah, fish exactly. already if they were gonna hatch. Just sitting around, pour that in there too. I'd make a little cocktail. Pilot poison the fish and crates high with C four. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let him eat that. All right. Hit the button. All right. Move you over. I have C4 the fucking hiccups. Like Goddamn. That's the worst time. And uh, <laughs> you know what else happens at the worst time? Audrey's special news report starts. Ooh. But it's not Audrey who's Bitch. reporting. Her boss Camden has snaked her. Damn. Snaked her all shit. the footage and then put himself where she was. It's a double cross. How do you like that? The military watches and are like, you talk to the press? Well, she says, no, no, I didn't talk to the press. They, they mentioned you name. by name. And they said his name right, which was a sign that they knew. Mm-hmm. And the he's like. Become the messy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. And he gave her the tape. No, like, it's in my tent with. Oh, oh, shit. So they kick him off the project. Like We're he's a smart guy. It took him this long to figure that out. I don't yeah. think so. Well, you know, it's a movie. So. She keeps saying that. <laughs> It's the only defense she has. It's a movie. 
<laughs> well, it's not wrong. To be fair, there's a giant lizard walking around, so yeah, it's a movie. It's a, it's a giant lizard movie. On an island, which, by the way, is just surrounded by water. <laughs> Thanks, I wasn't sure. I not lava. No. <laughs> molten rock. Right. If Tommy Lee Jones was on the case, they would have killed this thing way earlier. Um, <laughs> that may be true, I don't know. Nick gets killed off, kicked off the like, project. Because he would have been like, see four <laughs> And as he's packing up his things, Chapman comes in, and he's like, look, you've got to make sure Hicks finds the nest. They can't ignore this nest. We all could die. And she says, I'll try. Not, I'll definitely do this so we aren't all murdered by Godzilla's goddamn these hiccups. So do or do not, there is no try, by the way. So, Rhoda said that, and I believe him. As Nick's getting ready to leave, Audrey has miraculously got over to the military compound in New Jersey really fast. Yeah, and she, she tries moving her. I mean, there wouldn't be a lot, a whole lot of public transportation, and I don't think she has a car. So how the yeah. fuck she get there? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she rode on Godzilla. Um, she no, then tra- she <laughs> tries to call him, but he won't. An- but she can't get through. <laughs> you know what's amazing? And then she sees him leaving. That's just amazing. <laughs> when you know of all the fucking places, you know she's gonna use a payphone. Which, by the way, a payphone is this little booth used to sit in <laughs> and make phone calls. <laughs> it's almost like she sent a book to Guernsey Island, and then <laughs> made a potato peel pie. <laughs> yep. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> and, and then went back to Guernsey the same time he was leaving. And they're, um, okay. And then their timers went off. Oh, so, that's amazing. That's just for you, Ben. Um, <laughs> and Audra. Audra hasn't seen the timer. And, and listen and to timer She's going to listen to this go, oh, I need to watch timer. Yeah, yes, you do. You do. <laughs> need to watch timer and then listen to the episode, everyone that's hearing my voice. All right. Even us. <clears throat> You're not going to ever watch timer again. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not watching that time. <laughs> I don't need to know that. Yeah. I might watch I it will. again. So good. <laughs> it was fantastic. Right. I need these hiccups to go away. So she sees him leaving and she goes, You're leaving? Why? Is it because of me? Is it me? Because of the story? Yes, bitch. He's, he's like, what did you think was going to happen? And you know what I don't buy? She and stops she to says, talk to her. What kind of says, dumb fuck are you? You're gonna Let me talk to you. You just ruined my life. This let me is talk where to you. you. No, in her no. Job. He right. goes, <laughs> yes. He says, this is where you spit on her. She goes, you never said it was off the record. And he says, Ooh. I shouldn't have to, Audrey. You were supposed to be my friend. What? She was supposed to be his friend? She's not his friend. She's I never know. been his friend. I know. And then Audrey comes clean about being a failure, and Nick is like, fuck you, I'm out. He's like, is that supposed to make it okay? Because it fucking doesn't. So he looks at her and goes, F this, I'm mobile. (laughs) And gets in a fucking cab. Skis in her jeans. (laughs) I think that Animal drove her, because Animal is there, and he hops in the news van. Mm -hmm. So I think he must have driven her, because he then... Proceeds to follow Nick in the he's cab. he's like, no, I need to talk to this guy. So I'm talking sense into him. Chance um, you know what? She's a nice girl. I kick animal in the junk. <laughs> right in the old tallywhacker. Right in the dinkus? <laughs> right in the ding ding. The yam bag. The old yam bag, baby. He's Ugh. getting one. Leave me the fuck alone. She deserves it. All right. I spit on her. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is going to be funny to listen to. Uh, so Nick notices. <laughs> Shit. Nick notices that they are not going to the airport, and he says, stop the car. And the driver stops the car and turns around, and it's, it's Philippe, our- <laughs> the mysterious Frenchman. That's amazing. And, and you're like, what in the hell are these guys in this movie <laughs> And he introduces himself as Philippe Rocher with the French Secret Service. He no, gives- he gives a big long name, and he's like, that's a mouthful of French Secret Service. Yes. Yes. And then he tells Nick that the U.S. military is not going to search for the next. They have decided to ignore this. And um, and they say, why the fuck should I listen to you? 
Because like, I want to get rid of the nest. <laughs> because it moved the plot forward. And he asks <laughs> Nick to trust him, and Nick says, okay. Right. <laughs> and so they t- take off again. a common goal. <laughs> Animal still follows. Philippe takes Nick to a facility where his men are preparing to search for the nest. His, net, his men are, of course, French commandos. <laughs> Philippe tells um, Nick that they're here to clean up his, his country's mess. So it's He's like, like, look, I love my country, but we done fucked up quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. And I recognize that, and I'll clean up the messes because I love my country. It makes me <laughs> wonder if they've killed more than one Godzilla. Yeah, and also, America's not big on France as it is. If we find out that France led a Godzilla in our country and destroyed New York, definitely would not be good. <laughs> no. Tony's not wrong. And he didn't go after the Statue of Liberty. Interesting. I know, right? Isn't that something? So, came from France. they tell... The fucking French. You know, there's oh more than one Statue of Liberty. There's one in that, France. That was unexpected. Yeah. There's one in uh, so Vegas. just likes to say unexpected Small. shit sometimes. Yeah. That yeah. was unexpected. There's one made of Legos. <laughs> candy short. Really? Yeah. Damn. All right, so... It's not quite as big, but it's still made no, of Legos. I'm sure. Philippe tells Nick that he knows how to get into the city, but they need to know where to start looking. And Nick says that they need to start looking at the 23rd subway station... Or the 23rd Street, sorry, subway station, because that's where they first found the fish. He is in an operation to hunt down the nest. Operation. It's not funny. I don't know why I have the hiccups. I would, you were laughing. I would give you my note to read, my notes to, to read, but they won't make any sense. Also, you don't like this movie, so. <laughs> you don't know that. I got a I'm going to come in by the time. I bet he's going to get it. All right, so Animal spies on, is spy, spying on them, and he is like, what the fuck is going on? And he overhears them say they're going to go hunt for the nest. So then he goes, Animal decides to go home. And he talks to his wife, and he's like, "Where's? why are all these people in my house? And his wife's like... What he didn't forgot to say is that he goes to his house, and there's like 40 motherfuckers like his wife is on his couch. Hard yes, I believe they live in New Jersey. And so she's like, I couldn't let all the people have no place to go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Where's Audrey?" And he and she's like crying in the bedroom. She's you need to go talk to her. And he's like, "Why? I didn't do shit." You know what I think is interesting? These are the people that told Audrey that she's too nice, but mm-hmm. all evidence is the opposite. That right. Audrey's the one that's not nice, and they're the ones that are too nice. And what's funny is like this friend here was talking about how she needs to be more cutthroat, do these things. So as soon as she does it, she's like, "Oh my god, you're just yeah, and that too." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'd be like, look, can we stop with all this shit? Get in the car. We're driving a direction away from Godzilla. <laughs> Once we get back going. in a week, um, we'll, we'll deal with all this. How far is California? That's going to be our goal. Pick a direction that's not towards Godzilla. I don't think there's any place that's far enough away that Godzilla could not get you. Um, there's a lot of land between but New York and California. But there might be places that Godzilla is less likely to go, like the middle of Canada. <laughs> Too cold. Kansas. I mean... It wants the fish. Omaha. I'm just saying, it wants the fish. It might like steak. The thing is, is I would want to... Or baby, the other other white meat. New York, but the the reality is you probably couldn't leave. Like you guys were saying, you can't get out. So you kind of just have to fucking stop there and hope you don't get blown up. If it came here, we're practically an island, and we would have a real hard time getting We would. You would just stay home. And hope. Everybody would just stay home and... Luckily, we got... The biggest base in the world. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have a problem. Like, there's a Godzilla. Well, we have an air base right there. We're just going to start shooting rockets we, at it. We might have a pro- problem because Godzilla could be three streets over and they might shoot a rocket and it could hit our house. 
<laughs> that is true. They did destroy a lot of New York. Well, yeah, no, no. That was the Army. This is the Navy. Oh, yeah. Oh, does the Navy do too good? Let's get back to this movie and find out. So, <laughs> Animal goes them. into the bedroom, <laughs> finds Audrey crying, and she's like, I messed up, Animal. I'm the worst ever. And he he's tells, like, yep. He's like, but I know a way you can fix it. And he tells her that he followed Nick because he was going to talk some sense into him. But then... They went to this, he instead went to a warehouse full of French wackos. And he tells her that they should follow and that the wackos are going to go back into the city and find the nest. And she's like, well, that's great, but why are you telling me? And he's like, we should follow them. And then she can make it up to Nick by showing the whole world that he was right all along about the nest. And she's like, that's stupid. And he starts well, to close. Because the whole world doesn't know that the army has decided to disregard the nest and thinks that he was wrong. True. <laughs> and nobody's reported on They have no reason to believe that. So. No, but the fact that the animal was pregnant was in her... She knew that, and that was in yeah. the report. But that the whole world doesn't pregnant. know the army was like, eh, I think you're full of shit. Right. But, so, then... Um, Animal opens the window and he's about to climb out. And he's like, "Well, you can stay fucking here, but I'm going because I'm 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 on this. This is some interesting shit, and I'm doing it." So why are you going out the window? Because Lucy will kill me. She doesn't let me go. And if guess my, his wife's gonna notice that he's gone. If and my wife, her house is full of strangers. Look, she does, <laughs> she's busy. <laughs> I'm gonna notice that my husband went into the bedroom with my crying friend and didn't come out for four fucking hours. Yeah, that's true. You After about that. a half. Not even a half an hour. 15 minutes. I'm checking on them. Fair point. That is a fair point. That math checks out. Yeah. And then I, they've gone out the window together. That's I'm pissed. Good. I'm already pissed. Godzilla's going to have to take a number. I know, right? So Audrey and Animal sneak so in. So then Elaine comes and there's Godzilla. Smacks Godzilla. single-handedly kills Godzilla so that she can get to her husband. <laughs> and that bitch. <laughs> Meanwhile, where are you going? Anywhere she is not. Who's not me? <laughs> I give Godzilla a look and his head explodes. All right, so God, Audrey and Animal sneak into the city and then Philippe and Nick and Nick? Nico. <laughs> Petopolis. Nick also managed to get into the you city. should be proud to be Greek. Where we hear Philippe's great Elvis impersonation. Because mm-hmm. oh, he's like, well, you don't talk? He's like, oh. Well, so, Thank you very much. Now we're going to flash. There's going to be a lot of back and forth here. That would be suspicious to me. <laughs> um, it wouldn't because uh, that's just a southern accent. You know, we, like Tennessee, drawl. We check in with O'Neill who set fish trap number two in the park. Then we check in with Animal and Andre, Audrey, Audrey who have spotted Audrey. You relax Philippe, the jaw. Audrey. Philippe, Nick, and company and are following them. So they have gone into the subway tunnels and down and then climbed down into the tunnel that Godzilla has made. And as they're down there, Godzilla comes right past them and he looks like he's burrowing burrowing like a graboid. <laughs> or, or kind of like swimming through the dirt. Mm. And then Nick's like, uh, let's go that way. And they follow the way that Godzilla went. But of course they're way behind because Godzilla is fast and giant and they're tiny little peoples. So. Yeah, that checks out. O'Neill's team spots Godzilla heading towards fish trap number two. All right. He peeks around a building and slowly approaches. They hold action until 
Godzilla has actually entered the park. Because yeah, they don't want to destroy any more of the city. They're like, no, wait till he's in the park. And Please they don't have shoot any one. more buildings down. <laughs> they have another one of these moments where they're all there, and Godzilla gets really fucking close to them, and they're just, like, staring at Godzilla, and Godzilla's just looking at them like, oh, these cute little ants. And then he starts to enter the park. But then he goes. So you tell me no, he enters the premises. The last time. <laughs> and then he enters the premises. They had a whole bunch of lights around a bunch of fish. They try to kill me. So no. <laughs> and he leaves. But so they open fire and they chase him again, again with about as much success as they did the previous time. He eventually Godzilla eventually escapes into the river, which that fucking dive was rad. It mm-hmm. was pretty awesome. Speaking of, we should do the movie Rad. Tony goes, is this river deep enough for that? <laughs> I looked it up. It's uh, 200 feet deep. So, yes. Oh, so, yeah. At, at its deepest. I mean, it's not all. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it didn't drop straight yeah. down. I was like, Because I'm like, is Hudson Bay deep enough for submarines to fuck around in it like that? But I was like, eh, I don't know. Yes. Speaking of subs, when he escapes into the water, don't worry. The Navy has a surprise for An him. An admiral comes out of nowhere. We got this. The surprise is three sub- submarines. Two of the submarines fire torpedoes, but Godzilla's agility is so good that he manages to evade them. At, but that's torpedoes. Because Godzilla's seen torpedoes and knows what they do. Well, He's the a tor- motherfucker. The torpedoes, that's amazing. The torpedoes have locked onto him, so they are following him as he jukes left and jukes right. And eventually, he... He can breathe underwater too, by the way. He kind of... Well, we don't know. He's, He's underwater for a really amphibious? long time. He's, He's got big lungs. He's got big lungs. He could be like a hippo. The hippo? The hippo can hold his breath for like a half an hour. Could be. Fish? He's much bigger than the hippo. He's much bigger than the hippo. He's doing Hank. She's doing Hank Azaria from the Walking Pollock. He. Pony? Now she's doing. He basically uh, leaves the torpedoes right at the sub. So he charges the third. So the third sub, the Anchorage, he's coming right at it, right at it, right at it. He's doing Big Daddy at the end there. And then he dives right under the sub at the last minute, cuts through the bottom of the sub with his. Plates. His spinal spines. <laughs> and um, then the Our torpedoes. Our three paleontologist <laughs> listeners are like, what the fuck? And then the torpedoes he hit went the Red sub. Ross. The As anchorage has been lost. <laughs> no, we're, and we're down to six pages before okay. the end of the podcast. So I only have two left. Keep I talking. I think we're doing well. <laughs> but She's lost to do her review. The other two <laughs> subs get themselves together quickly and hit him with two more torpedoes because he tries to burrow back into the city, which seems like it would just fill the under- all the tunnels with water. Not a great idea there, Godzilla. But <laughs> <Technically>. it, because, <laughs> he's digging, yeah. <laughs> because he's digging, it slows him down, and they're able to hit well. him with two <laughs> torpedoes, which then they all celebrate because the target has been destroyed. And mm. we briefly, briefly see him float towards the bottom of the river. So he's sleeping. One thing only. But we're sure that we've killed him. Everyone celebrates. So like, what's up now, bitch? See, so, we get, so the Navy does significantly better than the Army. Philippe and Nick um, have gotten to the end of the tunneling, and they find, well, maybe not the end, but to the end of this section of tunnel, and they find a giant hole up into Madison Square Garden. I don't know why I said it like that. The Gordon, first of all. It's not the Garden. It's the Gordon. <laughs> all right. Well, Audrey. We're not in Boston. <laughs> Audrey and Animal. It's the Boston Garden. <laughs> so they climb up into Madison Square Garden. Audrey and Animal have followed them, and they've stayed just close enough to see where they're going. And Animal is really mad. He trashed the garden. 
On oh, no, head. we trashed the garden. Now I'm pissed. This is where the Knicks play. So Philippe and Nick have found the nest. At first, they think there's just three fucking giant eggs. And they're like, like not so bad. But, <laughs> but then, no. But this is weird. It seems like there should be more. And then they look around and they see a couple more. There's like a thousand. And very quickly, one of the French commandos finds the power, turns it on, and there's 200 and something. But uh, Did you count? How do you know that? They tell you later on. And I'm sure they counted, but Nick was counting. I wouldn't count. No, I would do. And Philippe Walmart. tells him to go, stop more counting. More this many. Because <laughs> it look, it's more because it looks like there's a fucking hundred. So the Frenchman set a bunch of bombs on the eggs. But here's where something that you miss if you don't have the like subtitles. Do. <laughs> they don't have enough explosives to put on all of the eggs. Mm-hmm. And so, so they're just gonna Philippe, put them on strategically and hopefully. Fluid dynamics. The best. There you go. <laughs> so Nick kind of hears like something. Like in the core. Very good, Carly. That's not the other callback I had. <laughs> Nick hears something. Was it timer? Coming. It's coming. No, I got it. I got it. only lovers left alive. No. No. Nobody looks because like their hair is made from yaks. Audrey. No. no. I actually That's like real her hair. hair. <laughs> she has pretty curly hair. She doesn't have a yaks wig. <laughs> All right. So Nick hears something. He leans into an egg. He gets really close to it. And Philippe comes up and says that they have a problem. And Nick's like, shh, something's happening. We have another problem. And the egg fucking hatches. Oh, shit, they're all hatching. And all at once. That shit's amazing. Like, something's happening. What, what do you, you think? Candy's coming out? Like, it's a fucking yeah, it's egg. egg. It's hatching. How much is going to happen? That's, that's the only thing that's going to happen. <laughs> now, what you do is, this is where you grab that 9 millimeter and you're like, all right, wait for it, wait for it. Head pops out, boom! Yeah. All right, so... Next! <laughs> there's a lot of flashes between Animal and Audrey and uh, Nick and Philippe. So, we see Animal filming some of the fucking eggs. And... Um, then we go back to Nick and Philippe, and the babies that have hatched are first they're eating the fish, but then they're kind of sniffing, and Nick is like, "Oh shit, we smell like the fish, mm-hmm. and, and we're just big fish." They yeah. need to get out of there. So the chase is on. So the Frenchman and Nick all start running for the exits. We see Animal and Audrey. Audrey's like, "I think maybe we should go." And Animal's like, "One more minute, one more minute." And he looks up and then he sees that there's a baby right behind Audrey and he's like, "You know what? Let's go." So they're trying to run. These next few scenes mm-hmm. are very Gremlins-esque. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when they find the concession stand. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is my other one. Cuz the one baby Godzilla's flashing everybody. Yeah, smoking. All right, Don't so, be like that. But you know what I <laughs> no, mean. No, I know what you mean. So all the Frenchmen are, they're all trying to get out. And wouldn't you know it, the one guy that has the detonators gets fucking eaten. Mm. So Just, now you know they what? can't even blow up the Madison Square Garden. But at least we have some firepower in there if somebody else can. <laughs> That's true. Well, That's but if there was, works. you think when they, when they bombed the building that doesn't explode any of them? I don't know. That's not how C4 works. I don't, I don't know. know. Charge. That's why in movies they shoot it and it blows up and it doesn't. That's not what happened. happened. It would just there would be a little bullet hole. Now inside. see, all I have to educate me on this is movies. <laughs> Almost nothing blows because up because I don't know anything move. about explosions. Like, like you know when Godzilla stepped on a car and it exploded, that doesn't well, happen. Well, no, either. I know that doesn't happen. So which, I don't know if I ever. But said I thought this. if if like they blew up a building that had been 
wired for not exploding. C4. I'm telling you, last time I stepped in a car and crushed it, it didn't explode. Thank you to this episode of Science That Ruins Movies Forever. Yeah. You're welcome. <clears throat> we flash to the mayor. The people want to get back, let, want to be let back in the city, and the mayor is like, "Come on, let me get these people back in." You killed the monster. We're good. And they're like, "Look, we got divers looking now. We gotta. We want to get eyes on this body, which is a sound plan." It is. But, and Dr. Chapman is like, Hicks, we need to search for the nest. Come on. You know that there's, just because Nick got kicked out of the tent for being a dumbass doesn't mean that he didn't have good information. And, um. Does mean he wasn't a dumbass? I mean, what? It means that he is intelligent, but he doesn't have the. <laughs> he was the blinded by the. Smarts. That wasn't the light. But Hicks is. A little bit further south. Hicks <laughs> search, searches deep inside his soul and is like. We got to do a sweep of every building in the city, which would take forever, and they definitely would Dude, not do. Dude, I said we got to do a sweep of every building in the city. It's Manhattan. Holy fuckballs. They're going to need some help. But, so we're not Manhattan. letting the people back in <laughs> until they search and make well, sure it's clear. Enough. You know, here's what I'm saying. Let everybody back in. If there's eggs, they'll, someone will tell you. Right. So. Like when they get back to the garden, they'll be like, oh shit, eggs. Back to our poor. Uh, like French Secret Service. You don't have flares? Back How do you to, not have flares? Back to Philippe and Nick. So they block the doors and they try to call the military, but all but you can't get through. All the lines are down. So Philippe tells Nick that he's going to need to go for help. That him and his men will hold the fort here, and Nick needs to go for help. Audrey and Animal manage to escape the main garden floor as well into the I Nick's said, locker room. Oh my God! Are they going to go in the air shaft? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Oh my God! It's where the Nick's work uh, changed. So. Right. Whatever. So. Like he's just like Some, Uber fans like so. But there's a lot of entrances to Madison Square. So Patrick Ewing takes a shit. <laughs> there's a lot of entrances into the stadium part of Madison Square Garden and they couldn't block them all. So some of the babies have escaped. We see one Frenchman go down and then a second Frenchman go down. This is not a good day for France. Um, Nick gets cornered. Vive la France. <laughs> Nick is trying to get to the exit so that he can go and contact the military. But he gets cornered. Thank God there's a handy elevator, and he manages to escape in an elevator. Like, You're not going to stand there and wait for the elevator? Where but, are the stairs? <laughs> I'll tell you what, There was never a time to take the fucking stairs. <laughs> there's no way he could have escaped in that elevator because the baby puts his head in at the last minute, and he pushes it out with his shoe. <laughs> yes. Which would break the plane of the elevator doors. They would never shut. There's no world where so those doors would shut. Also, a nine-foot baby Godzilla is probably pretty fucking strong. <laughs> and he just pushes it out. I was like, but first of all, they would have eaten him. They're still time. babies, though. <laughs> they're still babies. But they're hungry. Why can't they kill him? Because he has protagonist armor. That's it. <laughs> but they're also, let's name out, they're still babies. This is their very first day. They don't know how shoes work. They they don't know. They, they, that could be the most powerful shield in the world. They don't know. They're babies. All right. Guys, so, no, he's brand new, too. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> Nick Man just escaped in the elevator. The It opens on the next floor. And Gremlins time, there's a bunch of babies eating popcorn. <laughs> and he yes. says, wrong floor. <laughs> and pushes the button. Um, so Animal and Audrey, a Godzilla, Godzilla babies broke into the locker room and they manages to climb up into the ceiling and Except escape the through the air vents. Mm-hmm. So as they're climbing, the animal looks down and sees Philippe. So they pause and then the elevator opens and Nick comes out and Philippe's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I can't get out. They're all over the place. 
and then the ceiling collapses and there's animal and Audrey like it would <laughs> and that shit's amazing that the, the fucking they crash right where Nick's standing and now the four horsemen are together Philippe is like who the fuck are you and Nick's like it's Audrey <laughs> and then Philippe's like do you have a walkie talkie do you have a walkie talkie <laughs> or some way to communicate with the military and they're like no and then Audrey's like wait I have an idea this is 1998 folks <laughs> yeah. yeah look if he had said do you have a pager sure do you have a walkie talkie um, but what does she have a bright idea <laughs> so they run to the broadcast booth because they're going to use the station's internet to contact the channel 12's news station broadcasting van because their state because their channel does the ranger games still ranger game tonight so they so, have access they can put themselves on tv from here so they get in the booth and animal starts trying to cut hooks up the internet connection <laughs> Meanwhile, he's not just a camera guy. Apparently, he does a lot of shit. Well, I'm sure if you're, you probably gotta have a lot of technical know-how when you're in the on-site camera guy. I, I assume. Know. Maybe I he's assume. seen somebody else do it. That's what course. movies have taught me. Well, or maybe he's the cameraman and seen guys do this a bunch of times. So let's just move on. I'm trying. <laughs> Philippe try, locks the doors and closes all the blinds, and he knows that there's babies just right around the corner, and they don't have a lot of time. So they send a message to Ed. In the uh, broadcasting truck, and says, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta put me on the air. You were at MSG. You gotta put me on the air." And Ed's like, "Fuck you," and um, Animal's like, "He's gonna do it." Because Audrey's like, "I don't think he's gonna do it." And Animal's like, "He's gonna do it. Check this shit out, Ed." And he pans over and shows all the babies. And Ed is like, "Holy shit, we're going live!" <laughs> so Audrey gives a very moving live from the scene of the nest broadcast. She, oh, Audrey gets everything she wants. She in, she interviews Dr. Nick Totopoulos. So what you're saying is she's a complete he, shitbird the entire movie and gets what she wants in the end. Where he gives tells us all about these well, amazing animals that are born pregnant and the 200 babies that are currently hatching at MSG. And they told her, nice guys finish last. It's a doggy dog world. I mean, that's the lesson of this movie. <laughs> and... Uh, so, Philippe looks out the window and sees the babies are rapidly approaching. Um, the They beg the military to bomb the shit out of this building. Hicks calls for an air raid on Madison Square Gardens. And Ed sends them a message that they have six minutes to get out. And uh, He's like, fine, you, get, you got your way. Get out. And Philippe says, you will die. the party's over. It's time to leave. And then anybody want to Philippe join me? has been eyeballing. He knows that they're starting to get surrounded, and then, he hasn't told them. No, they're like, like, they're like we're basically going to cut Audrey. Uh, Audrey, throw her to them, and then run. That would no. Be instead, he shoots out the glass, throws a rope down, and is like, "Party's over, time to leave." And then all the babies break through the glass, and they're out. Shoot the glass. And we see them getting to the bottom of the rope. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what. As soon as he went over there, I said. He, he's like, anybody want to come? And I'm like, and shred your hands, because you guys have no experience <laughs> yeah, with ropes whatsoever. Rope. And then you see Matthew Broderick going down like oh, he's yeah, fucking he, Superman. Yeah, next, next time you watch it, he's being lowered by a cable, because you can tell he's just like, do 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 And you're like, you're like pretty strong, Matthew. Like his whole body isn't touching it, just his hands. <laughs> la, la, la. I thought it was an Adam West uh, movie for a <laughs> 
So Robin's just gonna poke his head like, out. Luckily, I have my can of Godzilla repellent. Yeah. <laughs> but we get a second fun chase through Madison Square Garden. And none of these animals are allowed to eat any of these four because, like Lane said, they have the four. My my favorite part of this is when they run. Matthew Broderick is last. And they run around the corner and they're like, Nick, hurry up, hurry this way. And then they come back, not that way, not that way. <laughs> and this is when Tony was like, finally, they're afraid. <laughs> and they're the, he's Something the worst about ever. that makes me giggle every time. I don't know why. It's just such a good, funny thing. And Go then on. there's a great part where Nick, um, Knocks over some basketballs and breaks a gumball machine, and all the baby Godzillas go sliding across. I was the like, board. "That's not gonna work." And then we see him slide. I was like, "All right, all right." We had to get some comedy in here. <laughs> I gotta say, the gumballs would work. I, I bet Tony it would goes, work. I bet gumballs would, would work. Yeah. I don't think the basketballs would. Well, the, the basketballs, basketballs really bother him, but the gumballs probably. <clears throat> yeah, but at least a couple. They get to the main entrance, and it's blocked by about fifty fucking baby Godzillas. And they're all just staring. And the, these ones like, don't want to eat them. Only the ones behind them want to eat them. <laughs> Andre says, how much time do we have? An animal looks at his watch. 30 seconds. They do not have enough time to get out of this fucking bed. No, they don't. It takes but, more than 30 seconds for him to shoot down the first chandelier. Yeah. <laughs> but Philippe shoots down the chandeliers to clear a path to the door, and they escape just in the nick of time. Explosion. Because Tony does doesn't hurt them. them. No, doesn't yeah, hurt them. Oh, no. Tony's like, they have internal bleeding. They're, <laughs> they're deaf. And Andre has no eyebrows. I mean, come on. They're, I said, oh, wait. She's going to go need to get a yak's wig, by the way, because <laughs> they're all over hair burned off. These deaf guys are about to talk to each other at normal but, volume and sure enough are you okay but you're right what? <laughs> blood pouring out what but <laughs> yay the humans the humans have won Godzilla is dead the babies are dead the movie's over and Tony goes every fucking time I watch this movie after it, it's about to happen <laughs> cause it's not we still have like fucking a half an hour a half an and hour and I said what and I paused I was yeah. like you have got to be kidding cause me. I was like that's not so Oh my god, there's another fucking half hour of this goddamn movie, people. Uh, pause it, go take a piss, then come on back, because it's another okay. Buckle up, we just got hour. started. Oh, wait, what's Godzilla 2 Electric Boogaloo. Godzilla is alive, Godzilla is pissed, Godzilla can see us and knows we murdered her babies. He looks. He he. <laughs> there's some Sticks great snows down and nudges a baby and looks sad. There's some great dialogue. He looks angry. What do we do? <laughs> Running would be a good <laughs> idea. And they run well, away. Would, you wouldn't even be looking at me. Like, what are we Again, do? Again, so smoke outline where Tony used <laughs> yeah, to be. Fuck that noise. So they run. I just got to run. And they steal fucking, a cab. Isn't there a fucking faster car somewhere? They hop in a fucking cab. Philippe takes out a combat knife and. And that's not how you hotwire a car. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Like, he, put he pops the fucking lock and sticks it in there and turns. Like, that's not how that it's works. It's like it was a hot wiring tool. Yeah. That's what they made it out like. But, but, all right, you might as well just say he had a key. So <laughs> there's a very dramatic car chase that starts off with the cliche argument about... I have about, the key to this cab. Starts off that with, wouldn't have been as fast. Right. He has the way key to all car. the cabs in New York. Yeah. He's got the master key that works them all. Exactly. They're made well, in France. He's with the French Secret Service. He's pretty awesome. <laughs> So there's a cliche argument about directions. Which way oh, do we yeah. go? Nah. Take no. a Lincoln Tunnel. And I'm no, like, take you don't it's have like... to worry about traffic. Just get the fuck on the road. And so where the fuck traffic? are they going? I don't know. They're like, oh, we'll just outrun them. Where are you going? It's a giant lizard. He's following you. Away. They're going away. But there's no one else on the road. You don't need to go anywhere. That's not die. true because they drive right past the military cowboy driven by O'Neill. And fucking. Well, they don't have any reason to think that the road is going to be. 
Literally Holy shit. vehicles. So <laughs> I would think that, that. aren't abandoned. So, <laughs> O'Neill you know, and his militants here, and people have an accident, and sixty four is backed up for six years. Yeah. Well, this isn't Godzilla. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, and there's anyway. more cars there. Yeah. This is why it takes forever. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so our fault. <laughs> so <Yep>. O'Neill, <laughs> stop it. So O'Neill is driving down the street, probably to check random buildings, as they like, were told. Like you do. And this cab comes right at him, and then, fuck, oh my god, it's Godzilla. O'Neill is like, uh, he's back, Godzilla is alive. I <laughs> like how Elaine's back. grabbing her shirt like she's talking to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, as the cab drives by, Nick's like, turn around, that was O'Neill. And he grabs, like, the, the medallion, and Philippe is the medallion like, off the, the cab. The fuck? What? Turn around? He <laughs> <laughs> does it, because he's a badass. So they turn around, drive underneath Godzilla. Godzilla also flips a bitch. <laughs> and they drive. And as O'Neill is on the walkie with Hicks telling him what he saw, all of a sudden they come right the fuck back. And Nick takes the cab medallion, throws it out the window, and yells, O'Neill! And O'Neill hears him and goes, oh, look, I should pick that up. You know what? If some if a cab came by me twice being chased by Godzilla and somebody threw something out of the cab, I'd check it. I'm sorry. If I see a cab being chased by Godzilla, I'm going, all right, well, avoid that fucking cab. I mean, after, <laughs> I, after I changed my pants for the Here comes the cab. Well, fucking get away. <laughs> you stay away from me, you evil cab. Fuck off. Get him, Godzilla. <laughs> I'm on your team, big guy. Fuck them. Good job. Okay. I didn't know Godzilla could drift. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so. So now he, O'Neill grabs uh, the medallion and realizes so that there's a special frequency sh- that goes to every no, cab. No, that's not what happens. So now we. It get, is actually. I'm skipping ahead. This is when we get the second fire breath scene. Yes. And then we go and we try to hide into a tunnel, which doesn't work. While we're hi- while the cab is hiding in the tunnel, O'Neill breaks into the cab company's headquarters, which he somehow found, and finds a super right special there. radio frequency. And then he's like, "There's a special book." There it is. He's like, "Nick, Nick." It's on page seven. There it is. (laughs) And uh, sure, whatever. Just keep going. (laughs) O'Neill tells Nick that they need to lure him out into the open. He doesn't ask why Godzilla is following him. Which would why is Godzilla chasing you? I'm sorry. I would. I don't think that something would be on O'Neill's mind. (laughs) It's what the only thing I would be wondering. Well, that's why you're not in charge. (laughs) That's true. But like, how is that fucking relevant? But Animal is like, how the fuck are we going to lure him out into the open? But Nick asks where the nearest <laughs> suspension <laughs> bridge is, and they say the Brooklyn Bridge. And he's like, we're going to take him to the Brooklyn Bridge. And um, so... Is this when they're in the tunnel? This is when they're in the tunnel, that they decide that Nick has... It's going to lure him to Yes. So Philippe's like, well, how the fuck do we get out of here? And Nick's like, does this thing have high beams? ha <laughs> And All of a sudden, so, he's, he's got an aversion to light. <laughs> well, it was kind of dark that, in there. And we've seen that light has effect, like the flashing lights and... The, look. Oh, look, he's blinded by the light. Keep going. We don't need to drag this out. If I were to turn my flashlight on... Or we drag it out. Go ahead. ...in your eyes right now, you would rear back just for a I'm second. I'm not Godzilla. <laughs> so you wouldn't rear back as far <laughs> up as Godzilla. I need that so. soundbite, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Godzilla. All right. Hickson's... All right, so... Uh, He's blinded by the light. Yeah. They escape. Like, like a, a douche. <laughs> Hicks sent, tells those F-18s to like turn around and head for the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> so we get the some more car chase, car chase, car chase. And this whole time, because I don't... 
Tony had told mm-hmm. me that the cars exploded and whatever. Mm-hmm. This whole time I'm going, just breathe fire, just breathe fire. And Tony goes, this one doesn't breathe fire. I'm like, are you kidding <laughs> But I think he does twice. I think it's possible that he does twice. It's hard to tell if I he I think actually... it's one of life's great mysteries we'll never know. <laughs> if he well, actually... it's not blue. <laughs> no, it's not the radioactive flame of the traditional Godzilla. But they make it look like he does twice, but it's... Like it's hard breath. to say. It's hard it, to say. It, it, we'll never know. There's no way to find out. Send us, send us tweets. Do you think he did or not? Ooh, Watch this movie, listen to our episode, and then send us tweets. Okay. S- spend like five hours of your time on also, this. <laughs> also found out, find out who made the suspension bridge. He was not paid enough. Because Godzilla walks on it, jumps on it, and it's fine. <laughs> First. Gets caught in the suspension. Yeah. First, Godzilla, they, it looks like they've lost him. And then they're like, what? We need him. And he has tricked them, gotten ahead of them, comes up underneath part of the bridge, and fucking eats and them. And all of a sudden, this stealthy. cab must be made out of fucking unobtainium. <laughs> oh, I'm telling because you. Because it's in Godzilla's house for about too. five fucking minutes. Those, those tires. I know. Those then they tires. Away. I said, you have tires? <laughs> and, somehow, and somehow there's also some kind of electrical cable in there, which Nick uses to touch Godzilla's tooth, electrocute him to get him to... Drop the cab temporarily. Because when I said, you and he gently puts the cab down so you grab away. don't grab an electrical wire. <laughs> I don't know. But you don't know how electricity works, do you? <laughs> He's not touching the ground. <laughs> don't touch, touch one wire. You don't touch the ground. You don't get electrocuted. That's right, right? <laughs> I don't know. You better try. Go back to Tango and Cash, friends. They escape Godzilla's mouth. I'm going to watch that tonight. It's We're crazy. <laughs> Um, Godzilla follows them onto the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, I'm gonna need to watch out of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, and it starts to collapse on Godzilla, entangling him in the suspension wires. The F-18s fire on him. All direct hits. Godzilla is down. Godzilla is down. You know what the funny part is? is Those F-18s would be able to get to New York in about I don't know 30, 45 minutes. So that first time they were chasing them, they just showed up. This movie should have been about 30, 45 minutes. They were. Okay. Yeah, they're not that far away. We're here in Virginia. You can fly an F-18 pretty fucking fast, first of all. Can you fly an F-18 between buildings in New um, York City? I'm Probably. thinking if I'm a pilot and they go, look, look, Tony, there's a godzilla <laughs> in New York. Can you be... I, I'll do whatever you need me to do so I'm the guy that shot godzilla with my and fucking fighter pilot. What I, would yes. say, what I would say is is if there's a steady paycheck in it, I believe anything <laughs> exactly. you say. And we would go. Free just, beers forever. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's a cool story. You went God. to the moon. Excuse me, Neil Armstrong. I shot Godzilla <laughs> with a fucking jet. Thank you. Boom. We have a very dramatic and yet tender death scene of Godzilla. Yeah, it's sad. It is sad. And when he finally does breathe his last breath, then everybody starts to fucking cheer because they've murdered his Godzilla. Eye closes. Yes. Then we get our typical end of the movie wrap up. And for Audrey, some reason, Audrey and Nick are like sweeties again. They have their own friend each other. And I'm fall- like, punch that bitch in the face! Hopefully he sleeps with her and goes to her. So, oh, don't punch her in the face. Definitely sleep, sleep with her. Right. Right. That is a new thing. Good. I spit on you! <laughs> okay, you um, with a French accent. <laughs> I spit on you. We get a fun end of the movie wrap-up. Audrey quits her job and walks off with Nick into the sunset. Yay. Or into what? the fucking rain. <laughs> That's Just a mobile. They're both unemployed. Animal says... Has anybody seen my tape? Just then, Philippe calls them on the phone because, hey, where's Philippe? He disappeared. Hey, where did he get this phone call? You know the telekinesis that they had in the last movie? Yes. Well, um, Animal must have it too because earlier, the French guy, Philippe, took his camera, threw it down, and he grabbed the tape and ran away. 
So while they're being chased in the cab, he has another camera. Mm-hmm. And I he's recording. That. He's recording while they're in there. That's because... Because what? There was a ca- there was a fucking camera in the cab? <laughs> did it happen to fucking be there? Because he did not have one. Go ahead. Work on that one for a moment. <laughs> no. No. He because, shit one. No, no. Because he took it out of the broadcast booth. He no. took it out of the broadcast booth. Because Philippe destroyed his camera oh, okay. before then, and then he took one from it. the broadcast booth. You're right. You're right. Because, because while he was going down the rope, he strung that thing to his back. Because it comes with one of those. Oh, that's he, right. They don't do he that. He had baggy pants. Put it in his waistband. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you know that could happen. I've seen people shoplift a turkey. Now. It is true. I'm oh, done. Lord. I'm done. Go. Philippe calls them on the phone. Says, tell Animal I'll give him back his tape after I remove some key French portions. <laughs> that's, that's. And that's then he says, yeah, goodbye. Sense. Then we get our final scene. We're in a closet at Madison Square Garden that survived the explosion. There's an egg. Oh, no. It hatches. (laughs) Credits. Thank God. P. Diddy. Puff Daddy. He was Puff Daddy back then. All right, so who gets to go first? So, I just want to say before anybody says that. (laughs) (laughs) You said enough. It's our turn. That this movie is just a... <laughs> He's currently laughing over oh, there. Sure. All right, Carly, go ahead, do your thing. All right, all He'll right. save Tony for last since he's got to pull himself together. You're broke, Tony. My favorite character, hands down, Philippe. A hundred times over, Philippe. Oh, My least favorite character was the mayor. He shouldn't have been in this movie at all. Or maybe had, like, two cameo scenes where he complained. That's it. Mm. He did not need to be all up in this movie. My favorite line was more cream. Because <laughs> that's always my answer with coffee. More creep. Whoa. She's been feeling fine. <laughs> oh, I think we're listening to Marvin Gaye. Not that cream. Let's Marvin Gaye and get it on. Oh, my favorite scene, despite how insanely ridiculous it is, is when Godzilla gets the car in his mouth and somehow they get out of his mouth and drive away. <laughs> And my favorite tertiary object, nobody else is going to have this, the chick from News Radio, because she should have been a way more important character in this movie. <laughs> I like that tertiary object. That's a good one. All right. So, yay, nay, maybe. Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. This movie is fucking long. It's fucking long. It's fucking long. <laughs> I think it is fun, like, background stuff while I'm playing games on my phone. <laughs> but I don't know that I'm going to say... I'm definitely not going to say you need to see this. <laughs> but do you think it was underappreciated? Do you think it's a, you think it's twelve? Do you think it's twelve? I think it's more than now, sixteen. Keep in mind, 16. Jack, no, Fro- Jack Frost right. is seven. Stop trying to convince her, Carly. What is your opinion? <laughs> I, I would give it a solid thirty-five. <laughs> Yay, nay. I'm may gonna maybe. There you go. I like how all of a sudden we're getting a fucking number scale. Like, well, you asked me that 115 I felt. episodes in, like, no, no, let's change no, it just to no. numbers now. You know what, John? Hmm. Tony think, gets to go. I think it's your turn to no, tell No, you good. asked me how I felt about the Rotten Tomato score, so I gave it, yeah, this is how I feel about it. Elaine's trying to stretch this out now. All right, um, John. My favorite character uh, is also Philippe. Hard times. <laughs> there's no other good characters in this movie. My least favorite Not character. Godzilla? Uh, all right. My if favorite, you're a Godzilla fan, yeah, if you're, no. It's not even a good Godzilla. <laughs> I'm um, not, so. My least favorite character is Audrey because mm-hmm. fuck her. I hope she gets to clap twice. Okay. Well, that's going to be really loud for that poor listener. 
Um, she's just terrible. Does terrible things the entire movie, and then somehow Matthew Broderick's character, fucking dumbass Nick Totopoulos, is like, oh yeah, no, I forgive her. Mm-hmm. She's fucked me over mm-hmm. consistently since I've known her, but now she's okay. Mm-hmm. True. Um, my favorite scene? Uh, I'm having a hard time finding one. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with when they're escaping and they're shooting the chandeliers and they're coming down and all the Godzillas are like, oh, I'm just going to stand here now and watch the chandeliers fall instead of eating the people I was trying to eat for the last 20 minutes. To be fair, they've never seen that. They're babies! (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. All of a sudden, they're not hungry anymore. Like, look at this. One actually takes a bite towards Philippe, but it's like a half-ass bite. Like, he's, I don't know, about a foot and a half away and it doesn't even, like, lunge. It just closes its mouth in his direction. (laughs) Amazing. You know what? I bet it was, like, one of those, hold me back. I know everybody's waiting on my favorite tertiary object. I'm gonna say that's my favorite line. Is when they're in Godzilla's mouth and Hank Azaria's like, "Wrong way, man! Wrong way!" When they're trying to drive out, it's like, "Wrong way!" Because they're going backwards. That I laughed at that. Um, And my favorite tertiary object is the disposable camera Mm. machine. Because he oh. got it out of a, dis- out of a vending, vending machine. machine. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh my god, I remember those. <laughs> I feel like that was the latest favorite. <laughs> no. I told you nobody was going to have mine. I mean. <laughs> and you thought it was going to be the tape. Um, I'm going to nay this movie because it's oh. long. It makes me sad. I'm sorry. I love you, though. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the plot's terrible. All of the characters are fucking horrible. Except for Philippe. <laughs> And I was, look, when you're cheering for the bad guy in the movie, there's, there's a problem. You were, who's the bad guy? Godzilla. Who's not really the bad guy, to be fair. He's but. not. He's just. I was hoping that Godzilla would catch the, the cab. <laughs> okay. And How Maris, you? you look very pretty today, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's this movie called? Godzilla. Uh, favorite character, Philippe. Shocker. Nice. Least favorite character, Audrey. Nice. Audrey's going to be my least favorite character probably for the next six movies. <laughs> she's, a, she's a terrible character, and I usually do movies about monsters. <laughs> she's a terrible character. And she's not a good actress in this, too. No. It's not, I don't think it's her fault, though. I think it might What's be the that actress that he really hates? That he... Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, no, who would have been top shelf in this role? Imogen Poots. Ooh, she'd have fucked guys a lot. She'd have though. been standing there like, come on, motherfucker. She should have been on... Uh, Godzilla Punks. Godzilla I'm Philippe's French too. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite scene is swimming Godzilla because that was pretty sweet. Mm. Did that Tony loved dive, the submarine. It was swimming. It was just awesome. Yeah, all yeah. That. And the, the CGI looked really good in that scene. Well, they won awards for it. Mm. <laughs> My favorite line is the thank you very much. All this stuff. My favorite tertiary object, it's a tie between the blockbuster video sign because I missed that and the Jostacola sign. Because me and my friend Travis used to do promotional work for Jostacola for the six months that it That's existed. That's what you were going to bring. I, had, I have Josta stirrers from back then. Oh, that They're little red. Jaguars. And I think I have like six of them left. But yeah. We, he was like, I'm going to bring the Josta stirrers. We used to work. I went and got it. We had a giant like, <laughs> like truck full of Josta and we would drive around giving Josta to people. And it tasted like shit. Because uh, <laughs> it was Josta. <laughs> so but we used to make up lines. We were like, Josta. I mean, if you're thirsty. <laughs> and Josta, it's a drink. <laughs> you know, we had all these light lines. It was terrible. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. What else do we have here? 
Uh, didn't like that I had to see crack. Didn't like that I had to see Godzilla's butthole so much. <laughs> There's a lot of guts, Godzilla butthole shots in this movie. And he was CGI, so someone had to create a Godzilla butthole all that time. Yeah. Somebody somebody's job was to Mom, Mom, look I'm in the butthole. Yeah. That's all me, Mom. Um hmm. Oh. Oh, he wants to yay it. He wants to no, yay it. No, he doesn't. He, yes, he, he does. He's wondering a maybe or a nay. <laughs> he voluntarily watched this on his own a month ago. Come on. I'll maybe it. I can't yay this movie, but <laughs> this movie's a mess, but it's fun. That's what I say. I can't In the say, background, I'm not going to complain. I don't complain. hate this movie, and 12% is ridiculous. I, I would go 40, maybe. 40. That sounds like All right, I think 12 might be a bit low. I'd go 14. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I went up. Oh. Right. You cut her. You cut her real deep. <laughs> Let me bring us home. Of course, the best character in this whole movie is Philippe. All right, He's, way to go, Philippe. He wins on all levels. Well, yeah, he is considered the worst like, character yeah. in this movie. Is of course Audrey. Fuck her. Anybody who looks like her. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's pretty. She, she is terrible. I mean, she is very, she's a pretty a, lady. The actresses. She's, yeah. she's just terrible on all fronts. Yeah, I just, her character. And dog a bad trash. actress. Dog trash. A bad actress. I mean, almost I like Shannon Sossaman levels of terrible. <laughs> uh, my favorite tertiary object was the camera vending machine. Aww. But I'll go with my backup, which was the four pregnancy tests. Hmm. I'm um, sorry, that I didn't know you were going to pick that. My favorite scene is the entire in the cab chase the car scene. It's a long scene. It's long, but it just it makes me laugh, and I don't know. Well, it's getting larger. It's just <laughs> fucking funny. Does this thing have high beams? I just I like it. And my favorite line is from the first helicopter chase when the pilot shoots the Chrysler building and goes. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> Which would probably happen. <laughs> Which was just, it's just really funny. Like, because now you're going to be forever, okay. if you survive, you're going to be the guy who destroyed the Chrysler building. <laughs> yeah. So, this is not a cinematic epic by any stretch of the means. <laughs> but it does not deserve the hate that it gets. No, like, got longtime Godzilla fans were very upset by this movie. But unless it was the original Godzilla, there is no. Not much plot or purpose to any Godzilla movie, so this is about. She as clearly good as did it not gets. see Godzilla versus Mothra. I did, and I always liked Mothra, but I think this is another case of if you didn't call it Godzilla, I don't think anyone would get any hate. It's just like this movie's whatever, you know. This it's is just, just a, a crazy yeah. monsters disaster movie, which of course I love. Mm-hmm. I have. This is the kind of movie that when I just want something fun to watch, I watch this because it's silly and it's fun, mm-hmm. and it doesn't deserve the hate that it gets. And everyone okay. should look at it with fresh eyes. Okay. And well, that's Godzilla. Carly? Hey, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs, and on Twitter at unmovie podcast. You can email unmovie podcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate, uh-huh. review, listen to all. Yeah. We've referenced so many episodes in this one. This is like a callback episode of the ages. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Who knew it was going to happen? Yeah. And- <laughs> And we would love to hear from you. Next week. On the podcast. Is John. Car- John. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Tony doesn't know. We have I to let him know. go earlier. <laughs> All right. Well, this, um, I'm picking, I'm sticking with a theme. The theme is New York. Hmm. And this uh, episode that I'm picking here is for two very special people. This is for uh, Ken and Audra because they have just recently watched this movie. So now they don't have to, to enjoy it on the podcast. I'm picking Will Farrell, Mark Wahlberg's epic 
the other guy. You said his name incorrectly. It's Marky Mark. Um, he hates people do that. Like, That's there was a dude who called him Marky Mark, and he was gonna fight that dude, like, right there. There's a reporter, and I was like, I bet he's he Marky Mark forever. Uh huh. I bet he would hit him because he seems like he's that kind of a trash person. Uh, he was. Before he became famous, he was in jail a lot. <laughs> he's, he's, he's pretty garbage as a person, although I do enjoy him as an actor. Wow, garbage as a person. Feel it, feel it. He, he oh, is come on. Like, don't pretend like you think that Mark Wahlberg No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't expect that vitriol from you. Oh hey, look, I've seen Entourage. I know what that's based on. She's not wrong either. Speaking of drama. Huh. 